The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Does anybody, this is the, this is the one night where I'm not going to work or anything. So, I mean, this could be one of our 90 minute episodes. Hey, no whatever tell. I'm in, just, just I'm in for the long cause, whatever it takes. <laughs> Look at pops. He's the one person who's like, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I've he's got, his, he's got his onesie on already. He's you ready know. to go. Um, uh, all right. He's got his big welcome in. <laughs> it's a large orange drink for you, Tony. <laughs> We'll just call him Tang for the rest of the night, yeah? <laughs> wasn't that one of the fish? One of that wasn't that a fish in like Little Mermaid? Wasn't there like a Tang or no? That's the space orange juice. Yeah, I'm I know sure what it is, but I was thinking they called the fish. Maybe the fish is called a Tang. Maybe like, I mean, there's flounder. Are you thinking of yeah. flounder? Well, the little nice. bumblebee looking, the little orange one. Uh, I don't know why he does like this. <laughs> he does. Listeners can't see me. But yeah, this I'm is a great like podcast. I'm yeah. a fish. Are we live? Are we live? <laughs> yeah. What's his buddy name? We're off uh, to it. We're off oh, to a, a oh, great yeah, start. Yeah, because he had that uh, that uh, sponge friend that was called Poon. <laughs> Dang no, Poon. what was it's, Little Mermaid's fish buddy's name? He, she had flounder. Sebastian the crab and right? flounder. Was it was flounder? But he was yeah. a flounder. He was a flounder. He was yellow and blue. <laughs> To the Just Press Play podcast. <laughs> yeah, we are killing it right now. <laughs> okay. All right, Kevin, save us from ourselves, yeah, please. Start us over. <laughs> I've barely started drinking. This is going to be fun. edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We took the week off for Thanksgiving, but the boys are back and we got a full crew. It's Let's me, go. it's L Pops, Tony. What's going on, fellas? What's up? <laughs> Hello. We got a lot to talk about. And um, I know L sometimes it's bit life is very busy, sometimes miss it. But Pops, don't you think it's convenient that all of a sudden the, the, the Broncos on, I don't know what it is, a five-game winning five streak? Five-game roll, yeah, right? five. I can confirm five. Five-game winning streak, yeah. and he's wearing a Broncos hat. He's got a beer in hand. It looks like a, the, the man seems happy right now. Well, he's, he's missed a, a few times, but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> and not not many for the last five. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get to the Broncos, and the, we'll get to the team with the longest current winning active winning streak in the NFL. Wait, is that for real? I believe so. I think it's it was them and the Vikings, and they and they beat the Vikings' ass. That makes sense. That makes, that makes sense. sense. So, but I want to talk about what I felt like, and I think we can all agree was the game of the week. Yeah, and that would be Bills versus Eagles. It was mm. a great, great. I think phenomenal. As far as watching, probably the game of the year. As far as just a good, like good football being played, Easy. good dramatics at the end, overtime. 
best but, kick that we've seen. I mean, in, I've not uh, been so excited about years. a kick since I can't remember when. That was yeah. pretty amazing. Okay, so yeah. so I see a lot of, uh, and, and I had to go back and watch the, the end of it. I was driving during during some of that game, but we have a group text and. And Siri was reading off messages to me as we were as I was driving, and I see people saying, and in this that are on this podcast saying the best kick maybe they've ever seen or the best kick since Vinatieri. This was still a regular season win, was it not? Or, or did we jump to the playoffs already? And I missed it. I, uh, correct, that is correct, and that's okay. why that, that's why I threw the Vinatieri out there. The Vinatieri has better kicks, but only because it was playoffs. Now I so, also threw out that Justin Tucker's sixty-six yarder is technically better, but I mean, uh, with the conditions plus the, I think this one's the conditions of it. Cause that kick was long and Jake Elliott's actually kicked longer kicks. He's had a 64 yeah. yarder in his career, but I think he even said the, the, the amount of pressure on him in this situation is, is damn near a playoff game because I'm, you got to shut down the bills. You got to keep winning because I mean, those Cowboys could come knocking. I mean, um, it, it was an important kick for them, uh, and they got it. They they got it to take it into overtime because Josh Allen maybe left too much time on the clock again. Uh, it's what he does. Um, so and, I uh, want to. That's what I, we do. We're, what we'll we get. Do. I want to get to Eagles, but first I want to start it. So at six and six right now, the uh, New York Times playoff predictor has the Bills at a fifteen percent chance at making the playoffs. They're currently sitting outside looking in, but watching that game. I felt like I saw one of the best quarterback games I've seen of the year, and it was by the losing guy. I mean, Josh Allen went 29 of 51, 339 yards, two touchdowns through the air. On the ground, nine carries for 81 yards, two touchdowns. Converted 13 of 22 third downs. On the final go-ahead drive in regular season and the field goal drive in OT, he was four for four on third down. But then came that third and six. Gabe Davis down the sideline. Looks like the game is won. Yep. And somehow they find a way to lose it. And it just feels like what the Bills do. You got the Broncos, 12 men on the field, Jets without Aaron Rodgers, and they give up a punt return touchdown that wins the game for the Jets to start the year. And then this Jake Elliott kick. I mean, LJ, I know you're kind of like, you're the Bronco fan here, but if the Broncos aren't good, you're kind of like, cool, I like the Bills I'm the too. Bill fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they fired a defensive coordinator. They fired an offensive coordinator. I mean, is this McDermott? Is this the Bills? What's what's going on? I mean, what are you seeing? I don't know what to tell you because I think honestly, if you look at it, his his turnovers are high. There, he did uh, all those stats I threw out about Josh Allen. He did have that one pick in his own side of the field that he threw to the Eagles mm-hmm. that kind of put him back in the game. I think so, uh, I mean, his his turnovers are second worst of quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, behind only Josh Dobbs. Yeah, behind only Josh Dobbs. Um, but also within like I, like point oh six turnovers per game is you know uh, Patrick Mahomes is right there with him like like these turnovers are not absolutely absurd. I think that actually Josh Allen is putting together a Pro Bowl season and the Bills just aren't giving him uh, he's putting together sorry an MVP season and the Bills aren't giving him uh, a, a a fighting chance at it and I really don't know why because they they look great on offense most of the time but he's he's a Brett Favre gunslinger um so sometimes I I I didn't know uh Steph wasn't out there in the fourth quarter often I know Tony you got strong opinions um but uh but the defense is playing reasonably well I mean holding the Eagles to 37 in overtime that's that's not terrible um 
Well, because the Eagles can. You scored thirty-four points. Score. You should win, though. I feel like you scored thirty-four. points. I know, but you but, the, but you score thirty-four points against the Eagles. You're going to have to wonder, you know, and yeah. Um, the the because the Eagles are an, an elite offense. There's no doubt about it. They're also an elite defense. That isn't elite team, no doubt. And to be yes, within three yes. points after losing to the Broncos, who we're we're going to pretend are great for like you know fun for me, but like are are still like a, a suspect team. Let's be honest. Um, I mean, I'm still sitting here. I feel like am I? Uh, well, we'll get to the Broncos, but when I see them, I feel like is it Denny Green who was. The Broncos are who I thought they were. I don't know how they keep winning these games, but they are who I think they are. So so to to lose that game and then go to the Eagles and take them to overtime when you probably actually should have even won after a Well, and watching a lot of that game, didn't they feel like the better team to you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I felt like like the Bills were the better team in that game, which is insane because I think the Eagles potentially are the best team in the NFL at this exact moment. Um, And the Bills felt better than them. Um, So I just... That was uh I I don't know what the Bills need to fix um honestly I I genuinely can't tell you because they they lose to great teams and then lose to bad teams um which is the worst combination of things you can do it sounds like you're a loser if you lose yeah, to does, a good team to a bad team but they lose close every time you yeah. know no matter what they play just under their opponent just you know under. I I keep thinking about well, Tony, actually, Tony, what, what, I know you have some thoughts on this game and, and this Bills team. First, we're kind of just talking Bills. We'll get to the Eagles in a minute. But what, what's your thoughts on that loss and kind of where they stand on the season? Because I feel like they, as far as teams go, they should be in the playoffs. I want Josh out and this team in the playoffs. But it, I don't, it's going to be hard for them to get in looking at their schedule. Oh, yeah, they've got a really tough schedule. They put yeah. themselves and they're on the outside. To, yeah. They've got to run the table, and that's going to be very difficult for them to do the rest of the the rest of the way. Here's what I think, and I'm and I'm going to throw two stats out at you here, and I think this uh, to me this this answers the question for me. And I am now questioning how good of a coach Sean McDermott really is, okay. because I think what's happening here is he's got the studs to run with, but he's not making the plays he needs to make. He's not leaning on these guys. And I know, and and in all seriousness, I I I really like James Cook. I think he is a phenomenal athlete. Agreed. And you get the ball in the hands of your athletes. But here's the stat I want to throw out there for you. So we had two two great wide receivers playing in in primetime games over the weekend. So uh, Keenan Allen, yeah, who lost the the Ravens won that game twenty to ten. Keenan Allen was targeted sixteen times. And he caught 14 of them for 106. All right. So didn't have a Stephon, crazy game, but they still got the, they fed that man. Got the ball every time right. they tried to, it was worth it. 16 targets, 14 catches. Yeah. Okay. Phenomenal. He's your stud. So here's Stefan Diggs, arguably, and we've talked about this, a top five wide receiver in the NFL right yeah. now, as far as a tool set goes. Diggs, 11 targets. Six receptions. Yeah, that's a big difference. So what that tells you is is that Josh Allen is not getting the ball to where he needs to be for his stud receivers. At Gabe Davis, 12 targets, six receptions. But now let's go down the line, which this is what makes Josh Allen's stats look better. James Cook, seven targets, six receptions. Shakir, five targets, three receptions. Kincaid, six targets, five receptions. Shorter passes. 
when those passes that are wide open, that he doesn't have any problems uh, making the reception, they're making him. But when he has to fit the ball into digs and double coverage, he can't do it. Uh, and and we point. see that we see that going on um, with Justin Herbert when he needs to get the ball to Keenan Allen, he gets it to him. And I think if you look at those, that to me is in a microcosm is the issue with the Bills. So they can't make those key plays. Is that a McDermott thing? Is that a Josh Allen thing? Is that a Diggs I mean, thing? McDermott can't catch the ball. That? I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, no. But why has when he you laid that out? It almost sounded like you were telling me this is maybe a Diggs Allen problem. It sounds like it's, it's an, an Allen, Allen problem. I think it's an still an Allen problem, but why why does Gabe Davis have the same number of targets as Stephon Diggs? Why if Diggs is your best guy and and uh, LJ you mentioned this because I said something in text. There's if it's third and six, why is Stephon Diggs not on the field? I don't give a shit if he came over and said, "Coach, I'm winded. Get your ass back on the if field." If nothing man, else is a decoy, throw the ball right. to you. yeah. And and this is and I literally I, I know I have James Cook on a fantasy team. <laughs> I traded him another one because of this. But um, the thing about it is, regardless fantasy or not, he's one of the best athletes on the field. He needs to be in there. He sits. He he misses a touchdown. He he missed it. He fumbled it. His bad. He should have caught the ball. He doesn't. He doesn't touch the field for over twenty plays because of a mistake. And that's that is not pro football. You you're paying this guy to be on the field, whether he's dropping the ball or not. Get him on the field. That is that is just that's a that's bad coaching right there. It's bad coaching. And well, and it's easy to say when it doesn't work, though, McDermott. right? Because I think like the so the the Broncos turnaround literally happens when uh uh when when they uh, get rid of the defensive linemen, the the veterans, the pro bowlers, Randy Gregory and and uh, Frank Clark. <laughs> When they yeah, fire yeah, yeah. both of those guys, all of a sudden their team changes. The defense got it significantly better when you leave. Yeah. Let so like go. so sometimes sometimes it is about taking that guy off the field and saying we don't we don't we play winners not favorites. Um, a hundred. I I agree a hundred percent. LJ a hundred percent. Latavius Murray drops a pass. He's right back in third down pass. Critical game. Josh Allen throws an interception. Not taking Josh Allen out, and I'm not saying you would, but the thing about it is, is how do you control that locker room when all of James Cook's guys are going, man, we know he's the best. Why are you taking him out, Coach? Because I need to teach him a lesson. Well, you're not teaching Latavius Murray a lesson. You're not teaching Gabe Davis a lesson. You're not teaching Josh Allen I think a lesson. And Gabe Davis the is the best. Turnover. Because, like, yeah, Latavius Murray, like, we're not expecting him to be the best pass catcher in the world. But Gabe Davis messing up that one route, right, that could have won them the game, um, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I well, agree and there's so no- all that to say. All that to say is what I mean by that is I think McDermott is losing the locker room because of those kind of decisions. Right? I think that's what's happening. And because they're just not they're not making key plays. They just don't I just you just don't see the uh, I really got to do this. And I, I don't I'm not seeing that from the Bills. Pops? It's like I saying, don't hey, disagree. We, with we missed our yeah. shot. Let's let's forget. But then they kicked up at the Pops? Eagles like that's a team. Well, and, and nobody else kind of really picked up on this. But did y'all at that last touchdown yeah. run <clears throat> that Jalen Hurts made? There were two Buffalo Bill defenders that had a shot at him. And the one guy, <clears throat> he kind of. Maybe he tried. He seemed like he reached, but he kind of slid at him. The other guy now would have had to take, what is Jalen Hurts weigh? Probably 230. I mean, he's a man. He's a manly man. He would have had to step in there, but he could have popped him. 
and he chose not to. I mean, it, it, I, if you want well, to win that game, well, I, I did, did y'all that. not see? I thought I saw I a little bit. So the, the first end of the made. game, you got to make the play. The, well, so the first guy, I think, I think the first guy was just too tired. That has to be the case, right? Like, You're I don't too know tired. You, I mean, this is the I game. I, I understand. I understand. But they got beat down by, uh, uh, like, one of the most physical and, teams in football. But that's not that that's another here or there. overtime was up and down. It was a yeah, lot of. But you've got to overwhelm. Like, you know, you want that championship quality as Tony Two Cracks, Romo, uh, kept talking about um, uh, you got to have that championship quality. That one guy didn't have it. Number one, didn't have it. Number two, though, I think was standing there playing essentially safety, knowing my guy is going to bounce him this direction. And my guy, oh, shit, he fell down. He whiffed him. Yeah, he whiffed. Yeah, he fell down. So now I am stuck here with one of the most elusive quarterbacks in the NFL. And I don't know he which way he's going. can run through me. Yeah. He can run through me, but also he can juke me. So I have to stand here and try to figure out which way he's going. And it's like, you know, you watch like, so we're Tony, you're going to love the soccer goalies trying to figure out which way they're going on a shootout. You know, like you might just dive left and look like a fucking idiot. Um, but like mm, okay. uh, this he's guy like, is set here in a position to try to figure out where he was going and then like couldn't get him. I think that's what happened on the second guy. The first guy failed, though. The first guy maybe deserves a uh, an absolute reaming in the uh, film session. Absolutely. Kind of looked like he had to, money uh, on the game or something to me. I, I know Dad said that. Pops, uh, that was the implication in his message, but I, it's hard to, for me to think that. I don't think he did, obviously, but it just looks so, like his effort was not what you I think expect. second guy had a lot of reason to, to be hesitant. Uh, because you're dealing with one of the most. Well, he sure know, does whiff, guys. though. Micah Hyde, who's a very good safety, yeah. just whiffs. whiffs. Hey, well, he yeah. did. And I think so, he had to have been tired and then his foot slipped and then just died yeah. out, which is like not OK. You know, that's you're, you're sure. not allowed to do that. that yeah. This is the NFL. Yeah. You're not allowed to do yeah. that. But what's but funny, and that's, you know, and so LJ, to me, that that uh, also encapsulates a coach who's who's lost his team because that's like everybody gets too tired. So I want to yeah. be clear about that. Right. Everybody We're, all, hurt. We're tired. all tired. Yeah. Have you been able to motivate your players and practice them so that they know when they're too tired, they know exactly what to do. They have that mentality. And I don't think the bills have that mentality. I think they've lost. They had so many injuries on defense. So like, ah, screw it. Yeah. Well, Josh will do something. Well, that's not going to happen. It's too that late. To now, me yeah. is, that to me is a coaching issue. That what I will say to play. Reasonably, the Eagles never seemed too tired. They just never did. They well, never so seemed too tired. It's interesting that play. I think it was Malata or whatever the right tackle said that they were shocked that the the Bills had that defense on Jalen Hurts' game winning touchdown because this is and I saw it breaking down. This is a play they run all the time, and they run DeAndre Swift motion out to the right, and he can pass it as a little screen, like almost a bubble screen. Or if a guy goes in motion and they have the numbers, then he just takes a quarterback draw basically but out of the more impressive play was not hurts is good and we'll get to how good hurts is but (laughs) jason kelly kelsey excuse me is so because you don't watch the center ever but man that guy he pulls on that play and gets there's a guy blitzing off the edge that's about to just pop and kelsey gets it from the center position i just I think it's very underrated how much of an athlete that man is a center and a Hall of Fame center. Jason Kelsey is awesome. Jason Kelsey is a Hall of Fame center, but I will say just to just to caveat this is I've never seen two center false starts in a game. Like what oh, the fuck, yes. Kelsey? What are you he doing? Was, well, in the first he was one, almost the goat. maybe he was almost the goat. 
you know, and would have lost. That's why for. we had a 59 yard field goal, isn't it? Because he had two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the yeah. first one I could see maybe. The second one, I really didn't see anything. I didn't. I watched it. It was close. I, it. I think I Did saw you? it. I mean, oh, but it was, it was, it was slight, but like, <clears throat> yeah. I bet but the, just the center so- knows when to flinch because the first thing you do, I, I might have played center um, in my life. <laughs> uh, but the first thing you do is move the ball. That's the first thing you do. Well, I, the center I, should never have a false start. The the other thing is, it, it's funny that that was was so noticeable. And it was very slight when the left tackle or right tackle can start a whole half a beat early. It does feel like they I stop. Mean, they take a those shot early guys. Every time. Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on, they're starting. I think they early. fixed that more or less a little bit in the last couple of weeks. But yeah, the Chiefs were really brutal about it for sure. But if I, I'm glad you said that because it's not just me. Because I was looking like it happens in like every game. I'm like, what right tackle yeah. got a jump? Yeah. Because there's like this weird thing, right? There was this weird rule that I think they've kind of fixed now, where you could like swing your outside leg before the snap or something. Yeah. And so that's what uh, the Chiefs were like really like playing with, which and they, I remember fans were going nuts that week one, the Chiefs against the Lions, that right tackle yeah. was getting it felt like a, a second on every step. like literally a whole step before anybody moved. Yeah. Um, but the sequence that I just can't I keep coming back to in this game and it was a fantastic game. But so right before uh, Elliot's about to rush on to attempt this long kick because they don't it, McDermott calls the timeout, right? That it kind of ices yeah. them as they're rushing out there. And it's a, yep. y'all have already mentioned, it's a long kick, bad weather, windy Worst rain, weather. it's awful. And I get icing a field goal, and it's so easy. So I, I have more to it than just being upset about the icing because icing is one of those things when it works, you're a genius. When you don't, you're like, what the hell is he doing? So it's a very yeah. process driven. Like we always look at the results. But so you do that, and I'm like, oh, that's questionable to do that, but whatever. Maybe you stop the clock. But then they don't they don't let Allen try anything on the offensive end and just kneel it to go to halftime yeah. when they still had I think if they still had a timeout left and of all teams that know that a great quarterback when he's hot can get that fifty yards you need for a field goal it should be the Bills they had the Chiefs do it to him in thirteen seconds when it's not like Steph Diggs has never had the last second let's catch the ball yeah. oh they didn't tackle me let's run it in for a touchdown I guess and, if we're and here. the Eagles got hot offensively like at that yeah, point you're and the first half the Bills were out playing it but at that point you're yeah. playing with fire if you go to overtime and punt them the ball as we or give them the ball a touchdown wins it because they're just playing great I know yours was too. But I just felt like that was very – that behavior, that call, I think trickles down to the coach. The Bills of all teams having lost on that same scenario, and then we go, oh, we're not – my boy Josh Allen's got like, his arms on fire. He's, he's, he's NBA jams on fire Let's right have him now, sit down. we're not even going to – Yeah. And we're going to kneel it and try to go to overtime. And, and the Gabe, they should have won. If Gabe Davis and Josh Allen are on the same page, they yeah, called the right one play. play that's got, game over, yeah. But it just – I don't know – that. It seems, and I think it's funny, We I felt like this year more than others, we've come back to this kind of often, but it just seems the Bills find those ways of the Gabe Davis situation where they don't make the play and then they don't, they leave too much time, whatever, they too many men on the field. They find a way to lose the game, and Jalen Hurts on the other end, I, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is better than Josh Allen, but it feels like he his teams find the way to win that game, and I think that confidence starts trickling to the whole locker room where well, Diggs is going – what the fuck are we going to do to lose this game? Not going, yeah. what plays are we going to make to win the game? You know? Well, this is the death and of the football team, think, yeah, for sure. And I don't think McDermott's a bad coach, but I think now that that's seeped into the locker room, I think it's time to part. I mean, I just think it's – he'll probably go somewhere else and be successful, but they just – I think they feel like the team that always loses it and not the team that – I mean, Josh Allen's 0-6 in overtime games, and you can go look at those games. 
He's got some really good stats. They just always find they're the team not making the play that needs to be made, whereas everyone else seems to be that team. I think we're looking at this generation's Marty Schottenheimer. Oh, everybody thinks wow, he's a great yeah, coach, but yes. but he just can't can't get there. Can't I don't win think that game. Wrong, he's ten yeah. and six, twelve and four. I don't what? know, guys. You know? I, I give him a no, little it's more hard. credit. I mean, he he lost two really good defenders. Uh, uh, who's what's his guy? biggest Von win? Miller. What's Von his, Miller is what's not the, what he was. He's just well, not yeah. Great. You knew that when you signed a thirty-five uh, year old, though. Yeah, well, true. That's true. But and they lost Milano, who's a really good defensive end. Trade Dave, trade Davis White. They've lost some really good people. But I just, I don't know. They don't lost really some teams to find the ways to win. They lost to the Jets in overtime week one. Like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. they lost. But can you give me the biggest win that Josh Allen and McDermott have had in the playoff? What's that signature win they have? Right. They right. blew out the Patriots in the wild card round. But now I think we realize that's the Mac Jones Patriots is a lot different than the Bill Belichick, Tom Brady Patriots. But that's oh, yeah, like no, their, that might be the worst team in the NFL like, right now, actually. Oh, yeah. All their right. other playoff wins are like, or all the other big playoff moments are them on the wrong side of it. And the NFL is just tough like that. That is also just the world that is the NFL. It's not like the NBA or baseball where you're playing series and maybe the better team wins more often than not. The NFL is who makes that play in overtime. And sometimes it's Travis Kelsey and sometimes it's Stephon Diggs. But it seems like it's been I, a lot more Kelsey. I sure, I know Kevin hates to hear this, but this looks a lot like Tony Romo to me, you know. Boy, he looks really good I'm for always, three quarters, and then the fourth quarter, something's going to well, happen. I, I couldn't, gonna I couldn't it. agree more with so this. So you Bills fans have to be – yeah, Bills fans are like me back in middle school just going, I swear Tony Romo's good. I promise <laughs> he's good. I think the Schottenheimer uh, comparison is maybe the most apt because it uh, it mm. is among the most talented teams in the NFL. It might be the most talented team in the NFL. It's hard to really say what that means, but it doesn't translate into victories. Um, and uh, – yeah, that's yeah. Sucks to suck. So we spent a long time talking about the loser of that game. I and I know the we've Eagles done a lot are for real. I, we've done a lot on this podcast, real. and I think Tony yeah. was probably the, the. I mean, I think we none of us said the Eagles aren't for real, but I think Tony was the first to like around week four or five. I felt like saying this version of the Eagles is the best team in football. Maybe they've got a huge game coming up this week, right? Yeah, 49ers. The 49ers. Yeah, they got 49ers, which is awesome because that's yeah. the 49ers. We'll talk about picks later, but I'm yeah. really surprised at this line. But anyway, yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but I think where I'm at, and I think earlier this year I kind of did too, but I really – I don't know how, how good Jalen Hurts is, but I, I, I'm I, all in on him. He just seems to have the the clutch gene. He seems to have – the. He got, yeah, he's gotten better every year. That yeah. throw he made to Zacchaeus – yeah, pretty much got him to overtime. I and mean, that was just yeah. wasn't even necessarily open, but he's like, if I throw it just right, yeah. my guy can make a play and only my guy. And it was just a perfect throw. And he seems to do it the right way. I, I like I like what he has to say usually. I just yeah. I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. I think I'm scared because I thought maybe they just had a good guy that can run their system. I think Jalen Hurts is the system. I think I he's think the guy I think we all hate to say stuff. that the Eagles have found their guy. I think we all hate to say that, but that is that feels accurate. And I don't know, Pops, if this is a Alabama thing that trickled with them. And I know they they drafted and signed a bunch of Alabama Georgia guys, but like something about Jalen Hurts, I think his team just assumes I don't know how one's going to do it, but he'll find a way. He's going to work with. And I think because Jalen Hurts just always he walks out there, he kind of has that. Where I, one of the reasons you love Joe Burrow so much is he's got such a coolness and confidence about him. He never looks wavered, and I, so I don't. I think his team's never wavered. Even it's like. 
Shit, we got to make a drive in the rain, but one, I don't know how Hurts, how Jalen's going to do it, but he'll find He's done a lot of winning in his career, you know, at all <laughs> levels. And he didn't know he, what losing feels like. I think, I, I do think there's something to that a little bit. Yeah. You just, you expect to win. And when you yeah. expect to win, you can, it rubs off on other people. You, I mean, it, yes. It's contagious. It's contagious. Well, I mean, that's, that's when, when you that's look when at like all the Tim guys. Tebow or Jeremy Lin, right? Like these, these like winners. Um, they're like, they might not be hall of fame. Great. But like, you know, knowing that there's someone on your sideline that can just win games. And then you have somebody like Jalen hurts that like genuinely might be on that level, but also you just know he's going to do it. Like, it's not like Dan Marino who like is going to find a way to lose in the playoffs. Um, it's, you got a winner on your side. You got a winner in Jalen hurts dead on. I, I just think he's a winner and he, and he did need some things to get better with. Like arm wise and as a quarterback, and he has every year. I, I mean, every year he Looks shows like up, it. and I think he's a little better at the deep ball, or he's a little more accurate. I, he, those Eagles are going to be tough to beat. He he's got a pretty good supporting cast because Swift has turned out to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Brown is, was always is as good as we thought he was. In you know, Devonte Smith is pretty damn yeah. good too. I mean, and wow. we might have uh, uh, among the top two or three best offensive lines in football. Yes. Um, no doubt about it. That that's why I, was so solid. I mean, that's why for two years now I've been like Jalen Hurts is good, but I mean, you stick Dak Prescott in that same offense. It's well, just and I think there's team. some truth to that, but yeah, Jalen Hurts does seem special. Good God, Tony! I saw that line too. Yeah, we need. I don't know what the hell. Somebody was that a liquored up? So just to get to it, that? yeah, the LJ and it shocked everybody on Sunday when the lines came out. The the Forty ers are favored by. Three last I checked at in Philly. Philadelphia. Yeah, what? I'm looking at plus two and a half, and I'm already like, I so I got to pick a different game because I think we're all on it. But I'm picking Philly plus well, two and a half. Are you kidding me? I think the so, whole world's going to be on it, and I think it seems yeah. like Vegas. Knows so I can pick a different like, game. I'll pick a different game. But yes, I'm it's picking a that Sunday afternoon game, right? Right. I think it's a three twenty-five. Yeah, because okay, so they couldn't get game, that flexed over. Yeah. What? Oh, KC Green Bay. Yeah, they could have flexed over. Yeah, they should have. They should have flexed that. But they should have. Well, Taylor, so here's a letdown game. So, maybe are we talking? A, you know, are we are we talking about this game now? Is that we're going to talk? Are we can talk about 49ers? This sure, just the Eagles. Eagles. Here. The Eagles. Okay. But, are we talking but, about it? Because I want to. I'm Buzzman. I would. You know, I don't I'm, think. I don't think. Just to just to go. I don't think it's a. They're looking at letdown game because the 49ers are already talking like, well, we should have beat them in the playoffs if we'd had a quarterback and all this. So there's should be plenty of fire. Got the, they've got a different quarterback or the. Oh well, no, no, never mind, never mind. They, Purdy just, didn't, they didn't have eight. Yeah, remember they knocked Purdy. Yeah, they literally lost everyone. Yeah, that's right. And then that's they right. knocked Josh Johnson out, and then McCaffrey. I think they brought Purdy back, but he literally could because not they couldn't throw. put McCaffrey in unless they wanted to just forfeit the quarterback position to McCaffrey. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the the Forty ers do have a serious gripe where like they can say, "Oh, well, we should have," but at the end of the day, the Phillies like, "Well, you didn't." But Tony, where are you at with that? Because I'm just excited for this game. This is going to be a fun. Yeah, game. I am too. This this is going to be. Now, my heart doesn't want to say this, but uh, this is probably the NFC Championship game. Yeah, uh, yeah. six, seven weeks in advance. Certainly could be. So it should um, be. That, the two it, favorites. It for should it for be. Sure. Um, but the 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 thing I think that the 49ers could be favored here is two things. Uh, one, uh, they probably need this game more than the than the Eagles do because the Eagles have a two game lead on them. But I, I, you know, in the NFL, two games doesn't mean much uh, with five games to six games to go. So, uh, but 
that and Christian McCaffrey. And so the Eagles haven't seen a running back like Christian McCaffrey. He's healthy. Yeah. Um, now they, I, I believe that the Eagles built this defensive line for Christian McCaffrey and stopping the run Agreed. game that the Agreed. 49ers had. Well, I'm sure so, they, I'm sure the 49ers were in their back of their mind and never yeah, lost them. Yeah. Made. So, um, I mean, it I can't, uh, after that, I don't know how you – this game is pretty even. And so why would you – I'm not sure why team, the yeah. home team would not be a favorite. And, and by, so – By even just half a point. Like, yeah. 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 Team so what I think it – this is just a random guess by a guy who gambles what Vegas may be – like what the Lions may be trying to do is – I think they think the, the Niners are definitely the better team. And by dangling – instead of – by dangling that out there, they're going to get a lot of people who just go – Give me Philly money line, seeing the plus odds there. Give me Philly, and I think they're just trying to get the the market to bet heavy Philly. Well, I can like get tricked well. into that. That's fair. Yeah. I can get tricked yeah, into that. The public, I yeah. will say, if for anyone who's been following it, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but if for, like you can look up a lot of these websites, will show where all the public money is, and the public money's doing been doing fairly well this year. Usually, a lot of people like to fade the public because Vegas is trying to trick them, but the public money bets, the ones that seem too obvious. Have been hitting lately this year, at least. Okay, that'll change. Really looking forward to this game. I really am. It should be fun. Um, but here's an interesting statistic from this past weekend. Something it can chase down. I, I had this texted to me that this is the first time since 2017 that the favorites have won they the favorites won 12 of 14 games this weekend or 11 of 14 something like that and the favorites and cleaned up on cleaned up and so Friday, i think I vegas took a pretty big hit this weekend now this line dropped before the bears game uh oh well i shouldn't say game before well, yeah the bears you, and, like the bears exhibition the bears and the vikings got yeah. to, together for a picnic or whatever that was <laughs> but um for four field goals but, yeah, for yeah, for a soccer game. Uh, they, um, but I, I, I'm wondering if Vegas is taking a like a ah, uh, we better make an adjustment here, and I, I don't know if it has an impact. But that's and still for the for the 49ers to come across the country at Eagles. Eagles are ten and one. They're eight, it just it's amazing to me that they're two and a half Agreed. point favorites. Agreed. I just agree. Ah, Agreed. And it makes you, just like Kevin said, oh, what are they trying to do? Yeah, you know, that just, makes you start wondering. It feels a little fishy, doesn't it? Ooh. They know uh, something we don't. We better go with the 49ers. The current, uh, just I just checked it out because I want to see what changed from the past week. The current uh, MVP odds, Jalen Hurts is now the favorite plus 150. Lamar Jackson and Mahomes are next at plus at 400. Then you got Dak at 8-1, to one, Tua 10-1. to one. Interesting. And someone I don't know I might think about a little flyer on Tyreek Hill's down there fifty to one, and if the if a Dolphin wins it, if there's a year every year where maybe a receiver can get it from a quarterback, it feels like this could be that year. And Tyreek, as good as two has played in that offense, don't we? I think it's unanimous. You take Tyreek off, and that thing changes totally. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say that I uh, I, I would bet on uh, like put whatever money you need to on non quarterbacks winning. The MVP because I don't so think, think a quarterback this could be has a done year it. Where, I like that bet, Al. I, do. I don't think a quarterback has done it this year because I think Hertz is the favorite just record wise, and like having Lamar there, I can tell you from someone who has Lamar in fantasy, and I think the Ravens are good. Lamar's not just lighting up 
the stats. Yeah, right I just now. I just don't think just lighten up the stats. I, stats I think the right best now, quarterback for the MVP race might be Josh Allen, who is what what we say six and six or five and five or whatever. Yeah. Like, like I, we're not looking at great quarterback play that's carrying teams right now. I could totally yeah. see Tyreek. Yeah, Jalen Hurts took a big step forward in the race, and and the odds um, reflect that. But w- where was Christian McCaffrey in those? Odds? Eighteen to one. Him and him and Brock Purdy have the same odds. Okay, so I, I would say that. that I would say that if McCaffrey gets a thousand yards receiving, which I don't know how close he is, right? If he's got five hundred yet or not. Um, if he was to do another thousand thousand, I think he, he, he would probably, and the, the 49ers run the table, then he's got a shot. If Tyree kill reaches the 2000 yard mark, I think he's probably the MVP. Let's and see. I, don't, he, I think he, you're he right. Got, he took a couple of, he took a couple of shots right now, the last couple of weeks on his average. 1324. McCaffrey's got a ways to go to get to that, uh, Thousand yards receiving, but it's not. A if he doesn't have thousand thousand. I don't think he's an MVP. Yeah, it's gonna be but tough. He can do Tyreek it, but it's Hill. tough. Yeah, if Tyreek gets to, if Tyreek reaches two thousand yards and the, and hell, the he's Dolphins, already got ten touchdowns. He could easily. I mean, I, it wouldn't be that shocking if he has two thousand yards. And I would throw. Plus. I would throw like three or four dollars on Tyreek. That feels reasonable, 20, actually. Yeah, twenty touchdowns and two thousand yards. I think Tyreek Hill has a has an argument and. The Dolphins have the number one seed in the AFC, and that right now is not out of the question. Yeah, hmm. it's not okay, even not out of the question. It's it's very much in play. All right, L. Since starting one and five, including a game where they gave up seventy points in a loss and lost to the Zach Wilson led Jets, the Broncos have now rattled off five straight, beating Green Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo, Minnesota, and Cleveland. As currently stands, that's three playoff teams. One, it, the other one's a Buffalo Bills team who's solid. I mean, a, a, a Packers team who's looking better, and a Bills team who we're all like, I don't know how they're not in the playoffs, but they're six and six. I mean, that's that's not just like the Cowboys have rattled off some wins, but it's against the school of the deaf and blind. The Broncos are doing it against some serious competition. So, Sean Payton turned this thing around. So, do you, uh, you want to hear the? Do you want to hear the? Wilson is the guy. Do you want to hear the positive or the negative first? Cortland Sutton got a number one receiver, best quarter in football. So the so the 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 positive that I'll give you that I think this team is is uh, maybe the greatest team in the NFL um, is that uh, McGlinchey was asked how did you shut down Miles um, Garrett right because Miles Garrett had like two total tackles, zero sacks right. He had like the worst game maybe and of his NFL career. Yeah. He- He's been, and he's been on a roll this yeah. year. Yeah, and he had maybe the worst in, uh, game of his NFL career uh, and probably his whole career. Uh, McGlinchey said something along the lines of, uh, uh, as long as I do my job, this team can win. And that is such a, that's that's so, that's what you want from your team is that like, look, I believe in my teammates and I have to succeed. If I succeed, my teammates will carry us. Uh, that is beautiful. But if you want my negative, <laughs> they go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I do want to start with before you get to negative. I mean, Russell Wilson hasn't been just great, but he's making every play they need to make. Like that, I think he scrambled out. I think it was Troutman, maybe with yeah, the, the tight end he yeah. hit. Like, that was where just, he gets his, his ass it. cheek like, down before he gets his knee down. Yeah, 
I mean that that is a Russell like that's one of those when you show the Russell Wilson highlights. This is part of my negative. This guy could be a Hall of Famer. It could be him. Well, then let's get to your negative. Well, so so part of my negative is that where I I think there were in this game against the bank uh, the the Browns um, of the other Ohio team uh, they had I think like four plays which were they caught they would have been the catch of the year. I think Russell Wilson throws the catch of the year balls that Troutman, he had like a yard to get it to him. Um, that wasn't on the edge of the field. There were like two Cortland Sutton catches that he ended up dropping that could have been catch of the year, but like he didn't have to, he had three yards of separation. I think like Russell Wilson throws the ball in the, the hall of fame replay that that's what he's throwing for. Like, I don't think he's throwing for winning the game. I think he's throwing for what is this, what is this real going to look like later? Which really pisses me off. Um, you, so you think you think that Russell Wilson is like as he's getting ready to release, like working on places that would make the most like Odell White catch. I know? mean, yes, <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> genuinely, that's what I believe is happening. And then spins it exactly in that I, spot. I watched, that's, that's I watched sixty in-game minutes of the Browns versus the Broncos, and the situation was with Russell Wilson would throw a Hall of Fame throw that didn't need to be thrown. So somebody could take a knee and catch it as they were falling out of bounds. This Cortland Sutton catch from like three weeks ago that we thought was like the best catch in the history of the NFL based on PFF rankings or some shit um, didn't have to be that. Like these don't have to be that just throw the right throw. Like, and I understand, I don't know, like I'm not as good of a quarterback as any of these people, but like all of his throws are, if he catches this, this is the greatest catch ever. Every single one of them, which drives me insane. Absolutely well, insane. So I guess and then they can't the score Broncos, in the red zone. Oh. If they're in the red zone, they're going to oh, kick a field goal. That's a fact. Goal. And then now part, the part three out. is that this defense, this defense is like good against backup quarterbacks so far. <laughs> as far as we can tell. <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust these Broncos. I don't trust them at all. Okay. Well, LJ, I'm glad you're in the headspace because what I was going to do is this was going to be one of those moments where, you know, if you have a friend who's in trouble, sometimes you need to sit them down and really have an intervention before they get too far in. And I want to let you know, this win streak's impressive. Yeah. And they've beaten some good teams. It's real cute. But I felt like it, it – I don't think it's real. I think yeah. Peyton has got – and I do think Peyton – there are some positives. We can be happy because Sean Peyton, I think, does have them bought into. Yeah. If I just do my job, everyone do theirs. But they're not talented enough. This team is winning on miraculous plays. Yeah, I mean, I think like there's something to be said for a team that loses 70 to 20, um, turning it around and not having the worst season ever, in the, like not being the what the 76 Buccaneers. I did see, um, I did see LJ, your, your defense in this five game winning streak. After last week, they've now barely, just barely allowed more points in this five game winning streak than they did in that one game all alone, <laughs> that 70 point game. Before Look, this week, they'd allowed less than 70 in the five-game winning streak. That's what makes it even more insane that they give up 70 in a football game. Do it again against a good quarterback, and I'm going to probably apologize to Vance Joseph, but today is not the day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> people, were, people were asking. People were clamoring. People today's the episode. Not today. Not today. This is still a, so, a, this is a better defense than I thought it was, which is to say it's a decent defense. Um, with, with a couple so, of great players, but a decent they, defense. If they went, who do they got this week, L? Texans, know which, you? by the way, Ooh, we win this game, important game. We might be locked up for the playoffs. Um, the Broncos literally control their own destiny right now, and this is the most depressed I've ever I been. just, 
LJ Iron Pops, I just want to let you know. I hear there's a twinkle in his voice that he's no, like, no, no, no. he's fighting no, no. He's We will find it. a way to ruin this. But because did you see how excited he got when he started to say, we could, we could be locked into the playoffs, Don. <laughs> no, no, no. He's no, close no, no. to buying it, Tony. He's close. We will win this game against the Texans. We'll go six straight. And then you know what's going to happen is the Broncos. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to get excited yet. We need to wait till what is, when is Chiefs too? Have we already done Chiefs too? I don't know. Um, yeah, y'all beat the, y'all, y'all played them twice. Yeah. Okay. So oh, twice oh, three weeks then the, the Chargers done. will destroy us, uh, is what's going to happen. The Raiders. Yeah. The, the Raiders. Raiders. Absolutely. I've, I'm not getting I've, excited. I'm not getting excited. This is, this is a decent defense. I, you know, we can, I'm not apologizing to Vance yet. I'm not going to just it. changed. Okay. So I just changed my so pick pops. of the week right there. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This week we won't have it. I don't think our listener count will see that bump or our our listenership or however you are downloads. But if the Broncos win again, if they beat the Texans, be ready for a lot of ears. I think people are going to come to hear LJ apologize. You know what I'm going to say is they beat a rookie. I'm just, I'm never going to be a rookie. (laughs) They can win the AFC championship game and I'm going to say overrated. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Okay, other things to talk about. Um, we did hey. find we got. Oh, Tony, I'm sorry. Okay, so Rook, so so another game this week, and I I yeah. feel bad for this guy, but that I I thought it was a great game. Uh, the Texans, um, Jags. And, oh, it was in Jacksonville, yeah, and, and I feel really bad for Amendola. Yeah, it's Matt, right? Because I kept going, going yeah. to go, Danny Amendola. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn it, you doofus. So, um, <laughs> but. This guy, I don't know if you saw it, he has a chance to win the game, and he nails a, a kick. I mean, it's just beautiful. And he hits the crossbar, but not only does it, it go across, it's a, all he needed was like an extra foot. But not only does he not hit even, the crossbar. I think he needed inches. Like, it didn't need much more. Not only does he hit the crossbar, he hit the direct center of the crossbar. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the replay, I mean, yep. he was dead. If he had been on either. Honestly, if it had been a worse kick and hit another piece of the crossbar, he might have gotten a little bit of a, a flip bounce, bounce or something. But he hit the dead center, and it was just a solid doink right back into the field. And I think it was like a 58-yarder. And the longest kick, if I have this correct, the longest kick he had ever attempted was 53 yards in his college and, and now wow. pro career was 53. And he, well, and he mean, just he signed with them two weeks ago or something. He did. Yeah. Cause Kaimi, one of the best names in football, Kaimi Fairbairn is out um, for an injury, an quad injury, injury which apparently that's what happens to kickers. They get quad injuries, but um, <laughs> he's out. And, and so, but Amadola, so I'm sorry, but that was just a great effort. It, but dang, right in the center. So, but even, the, yeah, question I have to you guys is, you know, that was Jacksonville and Houston, and they were neck and neck. Who's is Houston for real? I think Houston's a legit. I mean, CJ Stroud just keeps do, like he battled back in this game, and I thought Trevor Lawrence also played really well, but Stroud battled back and once again outscores him in the fourth quarter, and he got the team. In striking distance, that field goal, as Tony said, I mean, inches away from a field goal, what tied it up. That dude is legit. Yeah. This Texas team needs some help, but the way he raises Tank Dell and and Noah Brown and all these guys, or Nico Collins, I mean, he's just raising these people's bar. And the way they play, they got a good coach and a good quarterback. And if you got that, 
you got a shot. I would hate to play the Texans at noon next week. Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But Vance Joseph's got a game plan. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah, sure. Sure. I don't know. I think they're legit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Buck. What do you think? I'm sorry. Buck. What do you think? You call me Buck. (laughs) Yeah. That orange jumpsuit. What do you think? (laughs) I think C.J. Stroud's pretty good is what I think. I think I would love to have him on my franchise and him be my rookie quarterback. Well, I think um, like seeing uh, Stroud versus uh, Lawrence is like uh, – uh, That's about to be the AFC South. How we're, yeah, we're going to be thinking about that for a while, um, about that I think matchup. that's the South battle. It's going to be them two going against each other for – Every single year, and, that, and that, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Which does remind me, just by the way, the uh, have you seen the Alex Smith comments on Tom Brady's comments? I, I had seen that. You, no. you fellas have not. Uh, so basically, Tom Brady said, like, the NFL's gotten soft. I think essentially he was saying, like, uh, defensive players hit it's too. It's bad football. It, it's he soft. he basically said it was bad football, right? And so uh, Alex Smith got on. With uh, who was it? Teddy Bruschi, Randy Rex Moss, Ryan next to him, and, and Rex Teddy Ryan. Bruschi, Randy Moss, um, and said, "Hey, look, I don't want to hurt any feelings here, but the Patriots played in the worst division in football for Tom Brady's entire entire career." Um, and, and so, so just to take it, just to think about that, one, you're kind of taking a little side shot at Teddy. And Randy, yeah. but Rex Ryan was not only the Jets head coach, but the Bills as well. So <laughs> yeah. he was one of those teams for many of yeah. those years. Which he's not incorrect, by the way. Like the no. that conference was garbage. But so then, so then the online threads that I was seeing was a lot about you know Peyton Manning at the Colts also had a cakewalk to the playoffs essentially. Um, now, now that conference is dangerous, uh, and it's not the Colts. Um, that was a dangerous yeah. conference. Well, did you see? That, yeah. Did you like see? So Colts, Trevor, so. I, the Colts are technically in the playoffs. They're right at the season end right now with Gardner Minshew. But oh yeah, all three. Your boy, Trevor Lawrence was asked uh, after the game, like, "Man, so what you think of CJ Stroud?" And he talked. He talked about how good he was, and he made a lot of plays and all stuff. And they said, "Isn't it just exciting knowing that that guy's in your vision? The matchup shall have in for the years to come." He goes, "No." The honest answer. No, I wish their quarterbacks all sucked. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I wish I wish those teams sucked yeah. in the division, and I don't never have to see a guy. I wish like I, wish I was I Tom Brady and had six wins a season for sure. And I kind of appreciated the honesty of being like, "No, it'd be nice if Houston had uh, Tony's boy, the long neck guy, <laughs> Davis Mills. Davis Mills, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Davis Mills, fantastic NFL quarterback." Davis Mills uh, is just listening to the podcast, just enjoying his drive. I'm like, whoa! Yeah. I just Sorry, Davis. Sorry, shot. Davis, brother. <laughs> so uh, here's a question for you: Since we're talking about Houston, CJ Stroud, do you think if CJ Stroud hadn't done such a great job this first half of the season, that Frank Reich would not have been fired? Because uh, no, you, I think that played a huge part in it. Okay, because Bryce Young, obviously. Well, not obviously. Perhaps should not have been the number one pick. He, it, no matter, and it's factual to say he's just he's had a bad start to his career. He's yeah, not Megan, there's, there's a lot of factors there. Yeah, for sure. There a is lot of factors, yeah. but yeah, I so think it, Tony I the wrong coach got that. fired. I think the wrong coach. I mean, not that Frank Reich shouldn't be fired necessarily, but the first coach to be, or the next coach to be in fired in season should be that man running the Chargers. 
uh, organization. He should have been fired last year. Let's yeah, hold absolutely. on to him. Let's hold on to him for one more year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I think LJ proving the Trevor Lawrence idiom for his team. (laughs) Yeah. Let's fire Andy Reid first. Panthers fans got to be a little concerned right now because David Tepper has now fired coaches mid year, two years in a row now. And you're either making too quick of a hire, like an impulse hire, or you're too quick on the trigger to fire. But I I don't know. I, I, and you could argue the other way. I guess he knows when he's willing to burn cash and just throw it out the window if he thinks it's the wrong situation. But I don't know. I just worry that he seems to be the Jerry Jones right now and just too far into the organization. You and see where, I can tell you from experience that's tough. You know, he, just, he, apparently he's a big hedge fund guy, right? Yeah. And so what are you doing if you're on a hedge fund and you're in a stock and it starts going south? You get out, right? Yeah, you bam, I'm out, that's and that's I don't, up. I don't know that that correlates to football that that much. No, I mean, it doesn't. I, I'm in the LJ camp of you, you know, you keep a coach, you give a guy to give two, him two three, to three. Years. Well, I think LJ's three pretty years. big on yeah. three years for anybody. Yeah, three years right? is what I want to give every coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think I, as a ca- just as think- Cowboys fans, you guys got to love that after uh, what was uh, 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 the Washington Kellen Moore OC. Well, after oh. Washington, right after what was that owner's name? Oh, Dan Snyder. Snyder. Yeah, after Dan Snyder's Snyder, yeah. out that Jerry Jones isn't the worst owner in the league, it's it's Tepper for sure. That's got to feel yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and and what's happening is I, I think if Tepper's online and all, the every the, the they get killed because like Tony's saying, first there's just the the wave of people just going, I cannot believe Bryce Young was taking over CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud's like an MVP candidate, and Bryce Young may be a bust. And then they go Oh, but then look, the Panthers also don't even have the number one overall pick for next year because they traded up. They traded up to take a quarterback over C.J. Stroud. And so I, I think maybe someone like like that, like Pops, is, he's seeing all that. And I didn't think the hedge fund thing, but yeah, maybe he's just like, yeah. time to wipe my hands clean to this whole situation. And if he keeps having the pockets for it, he's paying three coaches right now. You could be the Bears. Right. You could be the Bears who got a win on Monday night and still has two top five picks going into the draft. Yeah, must be nice. It must be nice. I'm I'm struggling to call it a win. To be honest, <laughs> Technic- technically it's a victory. Technically. Um, speaking of coaches and getting fired and stuff, I did find one, and somehow the Pittsburgh Steelers are just going to find their way into being like not even just a white, barely in that they're going to be like confirmed in the wild card. They hell, they might even beat the Ravens somehow that division because I don't know what they keep doing, but. They did fire Matt Canada, which is very interesting, LJ. The last time they had 400 yards of offense in a game was the game before Matt Canada became the offensive coordinator. Mm, Now, 44 games later, the first game after Matt Canada was fired, they get 400 yards of offense in a game. Wow. That's just – that's either really damning or just just wow. a bad bad statistic but golly, just, that looks tougher to me yeah look at the look at the Steelers schedule though whatever wah whatever i don't care about them like this they, they <laughs> not beat, worried about them they beat the ravens cool that's really that's really neat but otherwise they've gotten beat by teams that are good and they've got they've gotten beat by teams that are bad um they find a way to uh, stay even, and then they've got you know the Kyler-less, Mur- uh, Murray-less uh, Cardinals coming up. Then the Patriots. Wham. I think you only have to put one less on there. No, no, no. Wait, or it's Murray. double negative. Um, <laughs> okay, just back. back though. Oh, is he, he back? wasn't for their game. I don't. Oh, well, oh, no, 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 no
Yeah, he's been. Um, I still am not worried back. about the Cardinals, um, the Patriots. <laughs> um, then the Colts are like, kind of just interesting. That's how much I'm not worried about the Cowboys. I mean, the, the Cardinals. I don't even know who's on their roster. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not worried. I literally don't know who's healthy over in Arizona. Well, they could have they could have Joe Flacco quarterbacking for him. Oh, Wait, uh, no, that's no, they Cleveland. Might... <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to play Joe Flacco. You know, it turns out they're fine. They don't have to play the Browns ever again. Um. No, yeah, the Steelers. The Steelers have been beaten up on on really terrible teams and losing to kind of terrible teams. So I, you know, Tomlin is great, but like this season doesn't exemplify that in any way. Okay, okay Tony. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, my loser of the week is Matt Canada. Not because <laughs> of the four hundred yards, because dude, your team scored the teams. Pittsburgh scored sixteen points. Against Cincinnati, <laughs> and everybody was like, "God, what a what a know, great improvement!" That's, that's true, Tony. True. On Sunday, you would have thought they what? put up forty points. I mean, they're just like, "What an offensive outburst for this Steelers team!" Sixteen. And it's Tony's like, right. Oh, it's Boy, we are we are Super Bowl contenders now. Nope. The offense is rolling. Oh my god! Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, Tone, I was about I was I, I'm gonna just be honest because earlier we were talking about the, the team that resides in Kansas City and I was like, I'm not about to, I'm not gonna do it. They're not gonna convince me to panic on them because they'll find a way and they'll be in the AFC championship. But I'm not gonna lie, if when I looked up and they were down fourteen to zero to the Raiders in the first half that I went opened up some drawers, I was like, Where is that button at again? Maybe, <laughs> maybe I I should know where it's at. But then they rattled off thirty one to three to finish off the game. Uh, so, thought, what? What? I, I guess I missed the first part of the game. So I'm just, what was it? A slow start? Like I, I was just confused. How did? How did they down fourteen zero when everything I watched, they looked like the Chiefs and the Raiders looked like well the Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> yeah, and so one thing you got to remember, Chiefs Raiders for for time immemorial mm. has always been a rough game. Uh, for both, it's it's just a grind them out. It doesn't matter whoever's the best and whoever's the worst. The worst team is gonna. I think that's really the NFC well West in, in general. Game. That's similar to the NFC East, where you really just can't count on uh, who's done well. That doesn't matter. Right. It's, but I can just tell you when when the the Raiders are bad, the Chiefs are going to struggle against them. Yeah. But uh, uh, but here's the thing, and and Prestige Worldwide uh, texted in that he thought the Chiefs were the winner of the week because they learned how to score in the second half, and <laughs> well, you know that's time. kind of a kind of a backhanded compliment. However, I think that kind of that kind of goes to it. They had a, just a terrible game the week before, but they came back to get a win, and I think that means something. I, I just wonder though, they truly are struggling. Rasheed Rice looked good at the wide receiver. Rasheed Rice looks good, but man, I, I really think that they have. They they may have missed the boat for their AFC championship hopes this year by not getting an addition, additional receiver at the at the trade deadline, like Philadelphia did with Julio Jones. I mean, you know, you just you gotta have at some point that guy, just like the Rams did two or three years ago with Odell Beckham. You you needed to get that guy, and they don't have that guy right now because Gadarius Tony on IR. Rasheed Rice could Nikhil get there, Coleman, maybe, but I just think. I'm with you, Tony. With them depending on him to be that person, I, I think that's going to be what ends up costing him a chance at another Super Bowl. But so with all that, Kevin, you asked me the question. The thing that is different, and I'll, I'll say there is some parallels to the Baltimore Ravens, 
if Kansas City has truly transformed their defense into a game-winning defense. Yes, no. And so, as, as you and I both know, as as owners of Lamar Jackson, it sucks that their defense is so good because all of a sudden Lamar Jackson has become a game yeah. uh, controller versus mm-hmm. a game winner. And that's terrible for fantasy, but it's phenomenal. It's for great for Rangers. winning NFL games. It stacks up. Yeah. That's why both these teams are at the top of the AFC standings right that's now. That's right. And what Mahomes is doing now, which we may see this for a certain period of time in his career, all he has to do is manage the game and be able to make those plays. And we all know he can make that play to win a game. Their defense is really good. And I think that that's probably, I, if you ask me today, and we just talked about the Dolphins maybe getting that number one seed, but it, the Ravens and the Chiefs have the best defenses in the AFC. It would not surprise me if they were the ones coming down the stretch. And that, to me, is the difference with the Chiefs. We've always talked about their offense, but by golly, they have figured out defense and they are a really good defensive team. Well, and you, it's funny you kind of bring that up. I mean, Tom Brady had stints in his career where their defense was so good that he he's just like, oh, I just don't need to do anything to lose the game. I don't have to win the game. So maybe we will Didn't see that. Didn't Tom Brady win a Super Bowl like 10 to 3 or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know any chance LJ can slander Tom Brady, he's going to make sure he's <laughs> trying to I will. I will. <laughs> Wait till my home. I just want. I just want to bring up. Uh, this team did play an NFL game this week. They won forty-five to ten. The game was handily decided in the third quarter. The quarterback was even eating turkey legs at one point in the <laughs> middle of the game. But the Cowboys still have not beaten a whole lot. As as also Prestige Worldwide sent this in. Cowboys aren't winning a whole lot of tough games right now. Where do pops? Do we need to stick right where we've been on the Cowboys? Don't get too high, don't get too low. No, oh, absolutely. Cautious optimism. Hey, dude, they've got okay. they got Seattle this Thursday, and I mean, they could. What are they? I thought about picking against them. I mean, they could drop a bomb on Seattle. I mean, in not a good way. Um, I'm, I I do like the way they're looking. I like the way the defense looks. I, I, Dak is playing good football. Um, He's playing MVP level football. He, he for is now. for now. Cautious optimism, Kevin. That's what you need. I'm to just saying on uh, on young Kevin's birthday uh, is the start of the gauntlet for the Cowboys. If they can survive that, they are winners. Um, and if they well, I don't think that. Well, that I looked at the schedule just the other day, and I didn't see another loss on there. I thought they were going to win until February would be the yeah win. yeah Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions win yeah. win 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 yeah, win yeah, yeah, yeah. for um, sure for sure and then um, yeah, no. Bills, Dolphins, no. Lions. Pops is right. Yeah, Pops is right. We said this four weeks ago. Just don't ignore this four game winning streak when they when it comes up and they play the whoever. I, I, I think you I did think call it. Seahawks, I think yeah, but, you did say that. Yeah, because it's what this yeah. team does. I do have a. Do y'all think so? Deron Bland broke the record for most interceptions returned for a touchdown. Yeah, and if you didn't listen to it, if you can go back, Jim Nance had a perfect call of that play too. Like as he's going back, running it back, Jim Nance is like, "You're watching history, folks," and I. Jim Nance is just the best, but yeah, I want to know Deron Bland here. We could either say maybe one of the best corners of all time, maybe a decent corner who gets lucky, maybe he just gets really lucky. I, what I, he's got five interceptions for touchdowns on the year. Tony, is he that damn good? We lost Diggs, and I'm like, do we just get an All Pro corner and Deron Bland? Who is this? Didn't he come you in know? to replace Diggs? He was kind of our nickel guy, and yeah, okay. he had to move okay. over for yeah. Dix. And he was soft. I mean, he had 
he was decent last year. Like good enough to where you know his name, maybe, but I did not see a sign of like, oh, we got to shut down corner. So here's I, I, I got Deion Sanders. Well, okay, so here's here's what makes it different is I don't know if Bland is just that good or quarterbacks are just that stupid because <laughs> it used to be in the day Deion Sanders was one of the least thrown at cor- cornerbacks in the NFL because everybody knew. He's got this half of the field. We're not going to that side. Obviously, with five interception returns for touchdowns, people don't feel that way about Bland. So, obviously, there are some tape telling them you can beat this guy. But to Bland's credit, he keeps – dude, five pick sixes? I mean, obviously, record, hello, but still, that's phenomenal. And not all of them are just like – So, which quarterbacks does this happen against? Well, I don't know. That. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, let's well, go ahead. Bring Mac those up. Good yeah. question. I know Mac Jones for sure. Uh, okay. Daniel so Jones twice. Stupid ass. I'm pretty sure. Stupid ass. Daniel Jones. I think maybe no. Daniel Tommy Jones DeVito twice. Mac Jones up. twice. Uh, the Rams once. Um, who who's quarterbacking the Panthers and the Commanders? Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, shit, I think really? I think your point may be proven a little. Mac jo- that's right. Mac Jones twice. Mac right? Jones twice. twice Daniel Jones twice. Oh, wow. Commanders, Panthers, <laughs> and then we talk about Stafford. I guess. Um, Can we? Was it Stafford or was it? Uh, I don't even know. We don't know. Let's maybe. So okay. Maybe, yeah, Dion. Sure. Well, so so, so yeah. I have, I'm in a group text with some Cowboy fans. Prime time and. One of them, as soon as he took that fifth one back on Thanksgiving night, I get a text that was like, go ahead and, ha- go ahead and hand to Ron Bland, Defensive Player of the Year. No. And I went, <laughs> the record's crazy. And it's crazy he's got it this early. But I don't know if he's that good. He was like, five interceptions for touchdowns. It speaks for itself. And I felt like almost for a second I thought I was the person taking crazy pills. Because like, I'm liable to be biased on a Cowboys player. But I'm like, I – I don't, I'm not, when I think of the Cowboys, I don't go, oh, they got a Darrell Rivas over there. Like that. <laughs> I know Bland's getting a lot of picks and it's changing. He is dynamic just as far as when he does catch it, he knows what to do with the ball because not all those are just easy return for touchdowns. He's making plays. But yeah, I just don't, he's somewhere in the middle. I think he's good and a little lucky and, and he's making the most of it right now. I, uh, I'm going to take the lead there from LJ and say, I, I think he's a lot lucky. <laughs> but he's still a lot of talent. I think he would been a great. Uh, he he's a great. He'd be a great punt returner because obviously he can do something with the ball in his hands. But he is a he he is a better than average uh, cornerback, and it's just like part of me thinks Tony. Care of. If we pull up the all twenty two, I remember at least the Mac Jones one that he picked for six. That was an awful throw. I mean, just a, it's just yeah. he like ran he ran to the right and threw it all the way across his body. The play after he just did that again and barely didn't get it picked. So it was like. I almost wonder if I go back and watch all his pick sixes on the all twenty two. I'm like every single one I would go. Well, that was a terrible. Decision. Well, that was a terrible. <laughs> I have a feeling. Well, I have a, a, a gut feeling. Gut feeling. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So so Buck's on play. Buck, would you ever compare Bland to, to Deion, Deion Sanders? Sanders? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He has he got six pick sixes in one year, right? So. <laughs> I'd love no, to see. I'd no. love to look at Dion's like quarterbacks. He's got pick sixes on. Oh my god! Um, Absolutely not. Pops, any other any other games that you from the? It could be from Thanksgiving or Black Friday or. Well, the Black Friday game was the dumbest shit that's ever happened. Yeah, didn't get to watch it. 
as a concept, I, I as a concept, I, we're doing Amazon deals based on things that happen or something. Uh, I hated it. I hated it so much. I, <laughs> I, I sure did like what Buck said because he didn't watch it. <laughs> Why are you calling him Buck? It's throwing me <laughs> it's off. It's throwing me off. It's that orange <laughs> jumpsuit. So I, I, I wish, I wish the listeners could see it. Um, I mean, literally, he's wearing an orange shirt with a white long sleeve undershirt. I, it's, could you have not picked a better convict outfit than that? It's not Halloween, but Tammy says I look cute. I don't know what you're talking about. That's all that matters. That's you, all that matters. You need to. You We've need got a little prison, out. little fantasy <laughs> thing. Going. Going. I, 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 no, no. So anyway. To, I've to never Bucks. seen Tony get a tripe. Yeah, on I know, we cut out Tony's comments every week. <laughs> I, to Buck's to Buck's credit, uh, I think that uh, what will stop Amazon from doing Black Friday games if nobody fucking watches, and the only reason to watch that game, keep putting on Tim Friday, Boyle on TV, and I'll quit watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the only reason to watch that game on Friday was because the greatest play ever in the history of NFL. The fail Mary, I that that to me was one of the greatest plays <laughs> ever. Because For those who like, didn't see, right so before half, they bad. throw up a bomb just to try to get a touchdown. And not only does the Dolphins pick it, they pick it and take it 100 yards back for a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> <If you laughs> the time expired. If you could put a team season in a 10 second time capsule. That's the New York. That's Jets. the New York Jets. You're so you 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 you, you bench. <laughs> Zach Wilson for a stronger arm quarterback. So, yeah, hey, we got a guy that can throw the ball 60 yards. Let's see him throw it 60. Unfortunately, he only threw it 58. Dude, and the guy intercepted it and ran it for 99 yards back for a touchdown. Just you can't you can't encapsulate that any better. There's not it's enough funny, ayahuasca was, in New York, I think. I saw the like, – I, like, I guess I looked away or I kind of came maybe out, back out from the bathroom or something. I was watching as he kind of – the the Dolphins player was around like the ten yard line and took it all the way back for a touchdown. And I'm going, dang, a punt return touchdown as time expires. Why would they even punt it in bounds? They could just punt it, and then they show like, oh uh, no, that was a fail, Mary. He was trying to throw a touch. They could have just kneeled it. And I'm sure that oh, unlocked man. a deal on some like plush squid or something. You know, it was so <laughs> hilarious because when he caught it, and I was watching the game, so when he caught it. He looks and he for he hesitated. You should go back and I I if listeners go back and look at this replay because it's really funny because he he catches the ball and he's and he's inside the like at the one yard line and he catches it and he stops because he's waiting like okay who's gonna hit me and then he turns and looks and he realizes There's no there other. are <laughs> there are five jets behind me. Oh, and it's the fast ones. It's all the Ooh. fast ones. So he takes off. All he's got to beat are five fat line. men and a quarterback. <laughs> a quarterback who, by the way, hasn't played in two years. <laughs> and so he says he, he takes off. And the next thing you know, it, it's just like he's having fun. It's it, it's literally like he was on Madden, and he intercepted that pass in the flat, and he's just playing with a joystick like da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> yeah. Come get me, da-da-da-da-da. Yep, yep, yep. It was Kevin and I have had those games for sure. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. It was it was just that that play itself was the only reason to have a Black Friday day. But other than that, I'm a, I agree with Buck. We don't need to have <laughs> any games on Black Friday. That's ridiculous. Well, Tony, is this episode going to be called Buck supposed- Show or 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm not the ombudsman. Um, it was supposed to be the uh, finally a good Thanksgiving for the Lions to be on on the on the TV. They're a great team. They're a Super Bowl contender. And then Jordan Love turned into Aaron Rodgers. And then that's, Jared that's Goff wrong. turns into little hands can't can't hold on to the football. And <laughs> and I'll just tell you, that's what they call me. It really had a it, it gave <laughs> it me a like real garbage. damper start to my Thanksgiving <laughs> because yeah, I threw the. I was like, well, the Lions. There's no way they're losing on Thanksgiving. Let me tease that down. Let me parlay the money line in there. They were a part of everything. <laughs> and I start out Thanksgiving before I even eat eat any food. I'm like, well, I just lost. I can burn that money. <laughs> <laughs> so I I might be a little a biased story, in this, but, but go ahead. yeah, yeah. But, so is that just a letdown or the Lions? I don't know. It just it seems like team defense their their defense is not that great. They have a lot of points. It feels like looks like you don't agree. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was froze I, up. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought really. Um, the, honestly, I thought Jordan Love, if you look at his uh, the last three weeks, they've actually had an offensive awakening. <laughs> um, I don't know. Can you say that on the air? An offensive awakening? Like a um, – well, They've scored, like a, they've like scored a, over 23. Are you talking For three weeks. Yeah, or so, so a little – so it's a little the, better than a Steelers Let me actually be honest yeah, with so you because I lied to you. They've like scored a, over a 23 once. They've scored over 22 for the last three weeks. So, uh, well, anyway, I, I thought Jordan Love played a great game. Offensive and, and, awakening. And I, I will say this. A Lions-Packer game is very much like a Chiefs-Raiders uh, game. I agree. The, the, it's a, such a rivalry that you just don't know what might happen. Because uh, Lions-Packers is better than Bears-Lions or Bears-Packers. Uh, that, that's just the that's the two, the Ford family, it, it, Lambeau. Anyway, it's just uh, – but so you knew they were going to play them tough. And I think they just made more plays. And I think the Lions honestly came in a little flat uh, oh, yeah. and thinking we're just going to – this is not an issue. We're at home. Or, and, and so I think they learned something, which I think will help them this week and down the stretch to, to understand that they've got to continue to play with the passion they played before. Well, this I just – Before they play the Chiefs. I feel bad. Yeah. No, they've already played the Chiefs. Sunday night. Lions? They play New Orleans. Uh, Packers oh, play no, the Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Detroit oh, plays oh, New Orleans. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just feel bad for for the Lions fans out there who every Thanksgiving they go into it like we're probably going to lose. We're probably going. There's no big deal. And then if and one year like they LJ, can pick it. like LJ, they're probably smart and they don't buy into the bull crap. They don't. They don't get into like, oh yeah, hard knocks was fun, but I'm I know what the Lions do. And I think finally maybe this year there was enough of a track record the past eleven weeks where you're like, now this team is gritty. This team is good. And the they Packers score, are garbage. They bite kneecaps. The Packers finally don't have a Hall of Famer under center for the first time in twenty five <laughs> well, years. Years, yeah, we're here. Yeah. And then before before their turkeys even pulled out of the fryer, they've just had to get drunk because the Pack the Lions did it to them again. Yeah. They ruined Thanksgiving because now now Buck's drunk on the couch because his Lions <laughs> lost again. Drunk on the couch. And meanwhile, what Bears fans are celebrating on Monday night. Like th- this couldn't be the worst case scenario for Lions fans ever. I'm I'm at my mom's house right now, so we watched every minute because you know it's a Vikings fan, and and I tell you, we deserve to be paid by the NFL for watching every minute of that game. <laughs> I will say, like, at the I, end of it, it was exciting. 
At the end of it, it was yeah, exciting. Well, because we went through we went through fifty eight minutes of <laughs> fifty eight minutes of garbage, two, two minutes of glory, minutes of <laughs> and then two minutes. No, I wouldn't even say it's glory. It was like some shined up trash. Like it was okay. It looked kind of appealing, but you kind of realize. Oh, it's gently used. That's not new. Gently used. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't mint. That ain't mint. <laughs> no. <laughs> do we have any other games from this past week before we look ahead to some juicy lines? Can Next I can week, I bring up something pick? that's not games? Um, you can yeah. bring up anything you want. Did you see they named the Hall of Fame semifinalists? No, uh, I didn't. For the year. No? Um, there were 25 of them. I'm just going to say a few names uh, that, that really caught my eye. Antonio Gates. I think this Let may be in. his first year of eligibility. And quite frankly, I think he's in. Let him in. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think he was in. Uh, uh, Peppers. Uh, Julius Peppers. Ooh, I think let him in. I, probably so. He had a lot of sacks, if you look back. Um, he was also but, dominant but on a really good uh, Carolina team. Right. Um, James Harrison. Um, oh, I think Letterman. James Harrison for about three or four years was the baddest mofo on the defensive side of the football, yeah, I thought. Agreed. I agree. Wow. I, well, I was really impressed. The only other person him. you could argue was behind him in Troy Polamalu, right? Like, yeah. 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 And I guess it was, he's not. Is Troy Polamalu in? Okay, he's already in. Okay. Right? Polamalu's in, or is he eligible yet? Well, let's, I would think, I think we're going to do some IT. IT, if you could look into this. <laughs> it's um, the head and shoulders commercials are throwing me off. A few others that I thought were interesting. Heinz Ward, um, Jared Allen, the, the defensive end for, for Minnesota, yeah. who was really, really good. Anquan Bolden. Um, I don't think Anquan will make uh, it. You know, Anquan was really solid. Bolden for could eventually, but it's not going to be. It's going to take yeah. some time, I think. Um, uh, let's see. Rodney Harrison, I'm kind of surprised. I thought he might be in. Steve Smith Sr. I think Steve Smith, Steve Smith is Smith, I think Steve Smith Sr. Yeah. maybe. I'll call you that. You think Smith yeah. gets in? Does Rodney, is this his first year of eligibility or is he on like no, no, he's on his, like, He must have missed it. Yeah, yeah. it must be. And I, that's interesting. I don't think Rodney Harrison's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, I think yeah, he deserves to be on the not. list of votes, but I don't know that he wins it ever. Yeah. yeah. A couple of others. Uh, Vince Wolfork. Uh, mm. uh, my, he He's changed the top tier nose game. guy. Top tier nose he guy. He was he was a stopper. He, nobody has been uh, that guy. Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis had a couple of years well, where I thought Patrick he was Willis is it was too short. He's a Terrell Davis. Right? Too short. His name is but he is Ricky he is Waters is a blast from the past. I don't know. Ricky Waters mm. is a possibility. I do love Ricky um, Waters. You know, Darren Woodson, uh, okay. Tory Holt, Tiki Barber. Um, Tory Holt. You know, I have a. Yeah, I kind of have a a. Hall of Fame rule. It's it's basically like a require. I, I I'd actually be interested. Maybe maybe it can look into this and see if if it's actually true thing. But I think kind of my cutoff for you to be a Hall of Famer is you have to have either five total All Pros, or you have if you have three first team, then that counts for more. But you can have. I think you need five years where you were either the best or second best at your position in the league at a given time. If you don't have that. I don't think you get don't come see you. I think that's a good. Because I think it just proves longevity. Unless you're someone who has three. I got. If you have three first team all pros, that means you were the very best player at a position for, what three years. So that that maybe a little more. This is totally. It's kind of why. Yeah. It's why Antonio Brown is a Hall of Famer. If you end up looking at what he's done, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. 
No. Statistically, unless you don't, I think it's hard. I think it's hard with. I I think there is some metric to how much do you like benefit and hurt your team. Antonio Brown is a great one to bring up. Where I think like more often than not, he he has been a boon or he has been a uh, problem to his team more than he's been a boon to his team. Um, Yeah. I think that's arguable. I don't know. There were about it's four arguable. or five years early on. There were about four or five years, like but he's been amazing. signed to a lot of teams that like uh, regret it deeply. Yeah, those four or five years, I think we're, we're those are about eight years or eight or nine years. Maybe. In Pittsburgh I think his was. first eight years in Pittsburgh are fairly significant. For I, he was. I think yeah. there were. There, yeah, I think now, there were like three. I think that, that last bit though, LJ. That last three years, it was just it wasn't even close. Well, I would say there were yeah. three what years. Was, there were three years where you could say Antonio Brown was the best wide receiver in the NFL, uh, which is like that's Hall of Fame caliber. I think that's something that not many people can say. However, uh, the amount of teams that he has, the amount of years that he has brought his team down based on his off the field shit, I think is like really hard to like. The 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 mama I'm coming home Raiders stuff like uh, I don't know yeah as much as I love it so, I'm a big fan of how much he fucked over the Raiders uh, maybe <laughs> a, a Terrell Owens kind of well but Terrell yeah. Owens well it's, and he owns he owns in or he, did he get he in? in he's he in, is in. Yeah. yeah he's already he's in. been in he skipped and the I ceremony think you gotta put I think you gotta put but I think Terrell Owens Terrell Owens helped his teams more than he hurt him I mean I think like the Eagles are the only caveat to that. And the Eagles are like, I think he had like three years where he was a negative to the Eagles, but most of his career was really helping teams. Even, even post Cowboys when he was like just a sideline guy, I think he was really helpful. So T.O. was first team all pro five years. in the NFL. I think so just even by votes, he was both the best receiver. I think T.O. is a top 10 receiver of all time. Yeah. I just think. The likability drops them down. Yeah, I agree. I agree with people, that. But. And I think like likability is like a bottom fifty of all time. But um <laughs> but he's a great wide receiver. There's no um, question about it. How about we pick out some juicy lines here and make the listeners some money? What are we thinking? All right. Money, 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 money. I'll let you go first because I think you might have already had one you were ready no, to no, lock no, in. No, I moved. I moved. <laughs> okay. I moved because I I felt like we were okay. all looking at that game. So what I'm gonna when everyone else is zigging, LJ is gonna. I'm gonna zag. zag. That's, that's true. And the the Detroit Lions are gonna win by more than five points against the okay, I'm, New Orleans Saints. Crap! I gotta take another game. Oh shit! Sorry, no. <laughs> I should have stuck with the Eagles. Yeah, was, you just got that was, hey. If you, you just listen, got that was the also prestige for Lions picks. So. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. I want to put some money on the Lions this so week. So let's just the Lions about to move because there's some line movers right there. <laughs> you should have gone with me first. <laughs> I would have picked anybody. Okay, so everyone everyone loves Detroit getting extra day, getting some extra rest, coming off a shitty performance against the Saints. Yeah. Derek Carr's already thinking about ways he can throw an inter- interception in the red zone. Oh, that man, he's lo- so good at it. He is so good at <laughs> no it. No one loves a red zone interception like Derek Carr. I swear. And he had the perfect, now that we're just, let me go pull it up. He had the perfect Derek Carr game this past week where he went, you pull up the box score and you're like, 24, 38, dang, 300 yards, dang, pretty good. Only one interception. But the one interception was the pick six that put him away, basically. That won the game. He just yeah. has, he just, he just knows how to screw up a yep. red zone opportunity every time. He had a, he had a fumble in the red zone too. So he had two I would take I would take if I had to pick a quarterback today, I'd pick David over Derek. 
Yes, I would too. I think David, I'll die on the hill that David Carr got his career ruined because the Texans were just yep. that shitty. Yep, agreed. And he was a better agreed. quarterback than agreed. Derek Carr. Yeah. Even though in Oklahoma, kinda... though, I think David is the winner. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong right, with Jameis Winston, y'all? Why can he not get a chance? Maybe he's bad at it, though. <laughs> he's just bad. Yeah, maybe he's bad at quarterback. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's been given a lot point. of chances. <laughs> he, yeah, he has. He had. Uh, uh, I, uh, I forget the statistics. He had the most so touchdown like, passes with the most interceptions. He's of the all only time. quarterback to ever you have know, thirty 20, touchdowns and thirty interceptions in a year. Yeah. Thirty, thirty. Yeah. 30, 30. Nobody will ever do That's that. Which is an incredible statistic yeah. because yeah. anyone who has thirty interceptions. It's not getting 30 touchdowns, but most people that get 30 touchdowns don't get don't 30 interceptions. I would tell you that does not make he's him an good at football. It puts him Pops, on ESPN. He's an anomaly rather than Enigma. Oh, to LJ's credit, or it's like what LJ thinks of Russ Wilson. I truly think that might be Jameis Winston where he's like, damn, I mean the throw wind. Six touchdowns <laughs> or six throw, picks. I got, and I'm throwing them. Interception. They're, every single play is going to be hell. It's going to be interesting because I don't throw incomplete. Yeah. We're having a highlight for either us or the defense here. Yeah. And sometimes it's him. Like when he came in a couple weeks ago, Olave had one of the prettiest catches you'll ever see in the end zone. And then like two plays later, he's throwing a pick six to someone. That's just what Winston does. That's Winston. But – so, so maybe he's pick. just not good at it. Maybe he's okay. just not good at it. Buck, give us a pick, Buck. Come that's on. Like, give us one. That's, you know, that's like when someone's like, Kevin, why do you why do you keep losing those bets? And and I'm just like, maybe. I have all these excuses, but someone's behind me going, maybe he's just not good at it. You know? Like, maybe, maybe he's just not smart. Maybe we got the episode title. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pops, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I had to shift gears because you took my pick, sorry, L. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I'm going to take Tampa Bay, giving five and a half to Carolina like at home. I like that. Um, oh, what about the interim coach bump? Ooh, they just fired their, their head coach. Yeah, you're you're right. It's possible, but I just think Tampa Bay is going to beat them at home. So that's yeah. my pick. All right. Yeah, he's taking the Bucks. Tony, what you got? Well, I'll give you. Okay, so Prestige wait, Worldwide had. Wait, an did he purposely do that? Buck just took Buck, the Bucks. Buck took the Bucks. <laughs> Was that on purpose, Pops? You yeah. just, just play the narrative. Well, y'all are quick. I was wondering how long it would take. <laughs> My name is Buck. And I'm here I'm to have to, a good can time. Can you do the Bo Buck, Bo, Banana Fanta? <laughs> oh, no, I can't. Not, not since I've been drinking no. this oh, whiskey. Oh, Tony Pick again. Oh, anyway, Tony. All right. Who you got? Prestige, Prestige Worldwide is, is going with the Rams minus three and a oh. half. With facing Joe Flacco and the the Browns, and Tell all pro running back Kyron Williams going across the country to yeah, Kyron Williams. What's up with that? Oh, right, no kidding. Yeah, who saw that coming? I didn't. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so uh, I'm gonna go with the Colts. Uh, I thought Indianapolis. about it. I did too. I, did I thought too. about going that. going into Tennessee, but now Tennessee really is not playing for much. I, they're pretty much and they're not out of contention. They're there, but they're not normal. The normal Tennessee team that you see. I think the Colts are. They are good at a, home. A they're game four and they one at home. Could have won. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I, I, I don't I, know who I those are against. 
I like the Colts going into Tennessee and uh, that inter uh, inter division rivalry. And I, Does it I, I change like anything? I know this happened just before we got on, but Jonathan Taylor is going to miss two weeks with a thumb surgery. No, Does that change much? Or? No, because okay. Zach Moss has been performing really well. He's good. I think, and, and he's shown yeah. he can still take twenty plus carries and still be effective. So I, I don't think that changes yeah. anything. I think Gardner Minshew, and honestly, if you look at the Colts. Uh, with Pittman and um, Downs and Pierce are are, are quietly becoming a really good uh, 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 wide receiver core. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, so it felt like part of Tody's reasoning there was the Titans just don't seem to be trying to win too much. So let's go against them a minute. And that goes right in line with mine. I'm Patriots. I don't know if y'all watched. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm taking the Chargers. I know <laughs> typically I would never take uh, Staley coach Chargers going across the country as a six point favorite on the road because that's Ooh, since man. I've since I was born that's just been asking for an upset yep. if the Chargers. However, but however, <laughs> I watched that Patriots Giants game with Tommy DeVito at quarterback, and the Patriots did everything in their power to make Tommy DeVito look like a starting NFL quarterback. And I can assure you, he is not. He is not one. No. And that Patriots team did everything they could do to lose it. And I'm just saying that kicker, he might be the best kicker. He of all understood time, the assignment. He knew what he had to do. He was like, do. "You got I know this is tough. Yeah. I know this is going to be tough, but I need you to look like you want to make this, but miss it yep. just barely." And he did just barely. And he did. And 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 Leonard and Riley, I think is his name. I think as soon as he did it, Belichick gave him that look, just like, "You'll be here for a long <laughs> time, son." <laughs> yeah, that's my boy right there. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I know what Belichick's yep. doing, and I think this is that game yep. where Herbert looks amazing and all those Herbert truthers. I maybe Chargers win by one out. Like point. I told you he's a great quarterback. Yeah, they they, they win by one for okay. sure. So, yeah. so we got Chargers, a road favorite. No one took the game we were thinking about taking. Uh, we got Bucks, Bucks on the Bucks, minus five. Line, and LJ's got Lions minus four, and Prestige went Rams, correct? Rams, yeah. Rams minus three and a half. What all a parlay! Right. So there we go. We we did the exact opposite of what we should have done since all the favorites won this last weekend. We should be taking so the opposite direction. Ah. We just took all those favorites. Yeah. There you go, folks. Now, Tony, see, sometimes you got to figure out: is it a blip or is it a wave? We're riding the wave. Do you think it's, Vegas uh, has a plan, or do you think they have money? You uh, know, they have money. They're fine. I, I'm I'm gonna go with controversy, Kevin. There on that one. <laughs> yeah, there's. <laughs> All right, um, real quick before we we part, we could totally end this sucker. Um, Pops, I need you. I need to hear your thoughts uh, today. It was announced that he will be announced on Wednesday after ten years being fired at the Arkansas University of Arkansas. Sam Pittman's bringing Bobby Petrino back to be his offensive coordinator. Your thoughts are, Pop? Oh, is that a fact now? It's a fact. It's, it's a, a fact. fact. It's not a consideration. Done deal. Yeah. He's a pretty good offensive mind. I will give you that. Have you watched um, a single AM game this year? No, you're right. And, and the fact you made a good point in the text message, he certainly should have done more with that talent. Um, and I did not watch a single One could Texas argue AM there game. was a Jimbo, Bobby Petrino. Maybe you uh, don't know who's calling the plays. I uh, Yeah, sure. I don't know. It's interesting. It's going to get attention brought back. I can't say that I love it because I think Petrino's a dick. I really yeah. do. I think, I just think he's a dick. Um, but if he will win football games, <laughs> you know, with some exciting football, 
Um, I might like him a little better. So, I, gosh, I didn't know that was a fact. So, he's coming back. Well, who yep. is he? He he's, was, he's coming back. Maybe he, he happened to have what Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. And then, totally and then, like, really since, since then, he's been so, on a motorcycle. Right. Well, okay. So, right? I want to throw this. I want to throw this statistic out there for you guys. Texas A&M scored 410 points this year, 34.2 points per game. Was the offense good or not? Sounds like they were decent. They I'm could have been the a lot better. Their job. I will, they lost their they lost their starting quarterback. Yeah, and they think, even think they lost their second string quarterback, but I I think they gave up uh, more sacks than they had positive yards. Like I like they I mean not not statistically, but I think they gave up a fuck ton of like just stand here and figure it out. Um, I just don't think Bobby Petrino is good at his job. I just Jimbo's don't. that's Jimbo's job to find an offensive line. He was Jimbo Fisher. He was an off. That's why no, I, no, no, I don't think it's arm. because they didn't have enough time. I think it's because they had too many <laughs> checkdowns. They had like nine checkdowns. Um, no, I agree. I, Petrino yeah. checkdowns, you know, all day. What do you What do you think about that, Tony? I'm. It's very interesting. <laughs> I I think it's a. Uh, first of all, I think they have had to maybe not bend some rules, but forget about some rules for a, a <laughs> university. That's what. Employee that was that was fired. fired. Yeah, I think uh, uh, was re- Prestige brought that up. Yeah, yeah, was was let go for cause. So something happened there to allow him to come back. But all that said, I don't think you go through all that if you don't think like, man, maybe maybe this was a mistake. So I, I you know, maybe Long was wrong. Do to, we think we mistakenly fired Bobby Petrino? It's a possibility. After the Falcon situation, and, like and this guy's no, the least the loyal person in the history right? of Forest. football. Well, no, yeah. McDaniels. I'm sorry, McDaniels. Um, yeah. And then Petrino. <laughs> yeah, then Petrino. So I think, so honestly, though, I think this is a blind, I think this tells you about college athletics. It's a blind hire. Just win, baby. For someone who. I, I believe is probably the best offensive talent at the coaching position available for the Razorbacks. And I think that that's because I, I think he's he's a proven offensive mind. Now, we talk about Louisville. Where did he, he prove he was, it? I think he proved it at a this year. He proved it at Arkansas. He proved it, he proved it at Arkansas. He proved it at Louisville. You. He was a terrible mm-hmm. head coach, but he's a good offensive mind. As an offensive coordinator, I think he can. I think he can be productive and and have a, a additional ten years to his career. And if that saves Sam Pittman's job, and I, I, honestly, I think it. You know, we have got the perfect head coach with Sam Pittman, who is such a seems to be such a nice guy and a and a player coach with this asshole <laughs> who who can really call offensive plays. If you put those two together. You've got to, you know, it's kind of a good combination. Now let's see who the DC will be, and um, and see if we can, you know, find another asshole. I think we'll be just like the rest of the teams in the. Well, SEC. I imagine we'll keep the same the same defensive coordinator, defense. I think so this year. Uh, I, yeah. Well, I and if you remember, I, I certainly felt like back in the day that <clears throat> we cannot compete week in and week out with Alabama and LSU, athlete to athlete. We've got to have something else and. That's why I hated the way it happened. Petrino was that something else offensively. He was he was that. It's the biggest what if of like man. If Petrino yeah, yeah. sticks around, so here, the program was yeah. 
scratching at being yeah right. So I will so. say this to 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 Buck's point. Bobby Petrino <laughs> could scheme a game better than any offensive coordinator or head coach we I've ever seen at Arkansas. Unfortunately, that's a long time. I really think Petrino, if you he would get a scheme, an offensive scheme together where he was scoring points against anybody, and he was very effective with that. If he can continue to do that, because we as as Buck said, we're not going to get the athletes that these other teams are going to get. And you've got to be able to produce that scheme and make that difference. And I think Petrino does that. BMFP, baby. The, I've got my po- posters. The only, thing, them back. the only thing that scares me is that, and he might be the right guy, and I do think he kind of fits, checks a lot of boxes as a proven offensive mind. And then a former head coach who kind of helped Sam Pittman, who's he's been through that and kind of helped him out a little. But it feels a little like they just had who's the high, it's also the, the biggest splash hire. It's the what gets you on. Yeah. It's what gets you on. ESPN's going to talk about you a little now. They're going to be talking about on SEC Network. And now Razorback fans who were looking like they were ready because I think it was a very much a, ooh, the response we got to Sam Pittman's coming back next year is a lot of people are like just out on football. And so we got to drum up some sort of something if we're just running it back. And Papa Drino is the biggest thing that, it's going to have us sitting here talking on the podcast. It's going to have people talking. I just can't imagine. I've listened to a lot of, uh, this is my first time listening, uh, or, uh, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, I'm Mike from Stuttgart. Uh, uh, I just don't think I, I think the one thing right now I'm telling you, Mike from Stuttgart's like, Hell yeah, at least we got a winner. No, because I don't know. So the one thing I'll give Petrino is I think that uh, the biggest problem the Aggies had this year was their offensive line was garbage, and I feel like Pittman is going to solve those problems. That's not that's not exactly like he is. Uh, he that's what he does, right? So if you can put those sure, two minds theoretically, together, theoretically, but it wasn't good. This of year. course, but like if you if you say like, hey Sam, you don't have to think about quarterback play, you don't have to think about wide receiver play, like you just you focus on those like five guys, the big boys. Um, then I think he's going to do a great job. I just don't think that's going to work. And I think like, I, I'm very suspect about Bobby Petrino as a person. Um, I don't feel like he's a good guy to have in your program, but then, uh, I think he needs the right conditions for him to work. Now, if maybe KJ Jefferson was a freshman, I'd be a lot more excited. Who knows who they've got? I don't know the rankings, but, uh, I just don't trust Petrino. I just don't trust him. I know when when mom heard the news, a uh, lifetime Razorback fan, she was kind of, uh, yeah. In fact, I think she felt icky of getting like that. Feels like we're letting a slime ball back in. There's a little bit of an icky feeling. There's a Deshaun Watson that, fi- uh, signing, you know. Hmm? Well, he, I mean, he didn't do that. No, 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 no I, do, but it feels did, similar, right? Like if that's the vibe, right? Right, just the vibe of like, oh, that's who we're really hoping is super successful, well, right? I, I could tell you this, though. So, I mean. But I am hoping he's yeah. successful. I'll tell you. The that. rumor I, I mean, I'd like him to be. I just yeah. don't believe in him. The rumor I had heard is they were actually and people change were, maybe. Uh, they were actually talking to Kevin Kelly, and that would have been a true mistake um, to to bring him in uh, as an yeah. OC. Kevin Kelly's Plastic the Plastic Academy. Academy oh never, yeah, never yeah, yeah, yeah. Ford, I don't think that would have worked in college. And so. and there had been some discussion about Gus Malzahn. So it, I, of all the lesser evils. Screw Gus right. Malzahn. This I don't was want his ass yeah. Back I think this is. I think BMFP was probably the lesser than and and 
And like you said, I think this is this could be a desperation play. Tony, can you explain what does BMFP stand Bobby for? Bobby Motherfucking <laughs> Petrino. I think uh, Peyton owns those initials. Um, <laughs> well, I did get a. Uh, I got an email today, a personal email from Hunter. You're, you're a check um, oh. that, that we are embracing the NIL. Uh, program. We've we've developed a new program to not only explore but encourage and really yeah. utilize the NIL uh, program to help to help our football. Uh, well, and all pro athletic programs. Right. So, but I did you that see email. that it was kind of it was kind of an email saying that you can pitch in. There's the now like pool where you can pitch oh, yeah. in money. Oh, you, yeah, you can, can you can money. Y'all got the in? same personal email. Huh? Yeah. It's, <laughs> It's it saying we're going to embrace NIL, and the way we're going to do it, LJ, is you crazy college football fans, we're going to yeah. see if you want to throw 10 bucks hey, in here. And I, this is what I dialed up for Hunter. Which, by the Aggies, uh, they do that. <laughs> the Aggies the Aggies had all the talent in the world because they just do that. They, they bought the entire coaching staff. But the way in. this new app works, what this new app works, yeah, I did see LJ right before the – like during the third quarter of the game that he got fired before. Yeah, like yeah, at halftime, at halftime, the, 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 the 12th man sent enough money to both fire him and to make a donation. Yeah, that was really bad. Um, but on this new app, this Razor, or not app, I don't know, is it Razorback Edge or whatever it is? Edge, LG, yeah, you can donate. It's asking you to donate, like if you would like to donate. And I think, I'm pretty certain you can choose where you want the money to go if you wanted the money to go. Like you're not just blindly putting. You can be like, "I'm donating to the football." So can team, I? Or I'm donating can to I donate to more team. parking? <laughs> I don't think they. I, mean, I think it's the football I, team. I guess I you can't do is go buy some land, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess well, the football saying, team does. So like, I guess you know. the, the the Razorbacks are just saying, if you don't like what we're doing, why don't you pay us a little more money and we'll do what you want? When they'll still do whatever. <laughs> but I'm hoping Petrino works. BMF, I'm so sad about this. Bring KJ back, run it back, and we'll see how it goes. But I'm worried LJ could be right. Uh, before we go, oh pops, I just need to check in. Any bougie problems? That ever, did Thanksgiving go good? Got any? Um, we n- nothing I can talk about. There might, but yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I could oh, just oh, tell yeah, by his tone. Was, I could tell by his tone he was going. Can I say this? No, and he like we we. This, it was a wonderful we heard time. It was. Sweet it was listening. Come on, it's a safe space. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's Tony not. Don't, Thanksgiving don't. Don't. <laughs> be careful. It's How about time. you, Tony? Thanksgiving smooth for you? Any, oh no, any, okay. Any so, yeah, I'm going to give you the story here. So, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> last Wednesday, uh, my lovely wife tested positive for COVID. Oh, um, oh. but she said like cold symptoms and stuff. So it was Wednesday. It's like okay, well maybe. You know, maybe we can hold out. So, so Thursday, not feeling good. So there goes Thanksgiving. I watched a lot of football, but yeah. um, Friday, <laughs> uh, our daughter and her fiance were supposed to come down. It's like, well, I'm still testing positive. Well, we're not coming. So, okay, there goes that. So in the freezer back goes the, the turkey, which was in the refrigerator for any listeners out there worried about salmonella and stuff. No, it never was yeah. out. It was thawing in the refrigerator. The, I, I went to the um, federal yeah, Thank you for clearing that up, administration. They said, nope, you can put it back in the freezer. So I put it back. Um, so, but then you refroze, refroze it? it. They said it was okay. It was okay. in its wrapper. It was in the refrigerator. Oh. 
all good. So put that back, went and got me a, a beef tenderloin, um, uh, grilled that. So I had, I had steaks on and I did that Thursday. So steaks on Thursday, had nachos on Friday, had chili on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so that was my weekend and I just watched that football. That better than Turkey. Yeah. Just by the way. Yeah. Cause Cindy had to stay in the, uh, the bedroom the whole time. She couldn't come out. She had a mask on every time she come out to eat, you know, and stuff It's like, well, yeah, that wasn't too bad, but I really did miss. <laughs> Best Thanksgiving ever. I really did miss having everybody around. So that was kind of tough, Cindy, getting COVID. I, and she's tested negative. No, today, that's a, and of all times to get it right before. Yeah. Tony, having everybody before around is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. It was great. It was fantastic. It was, that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> LJ, how about you? Any any Thanksgiving bougie problems? I think I was all smooth, except for I was a dummy and drove on Sunday and didn't think about traffic. So we dealt with quite a bit of And oh, then I At first I thought, did. was there a wreck? And I was like, no, oh, this, this is, is just, just Thanksgiving. Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back after Thanksgiving, yeah, we just did not think it, I didn't put that in my plan. So that's a, but that's on me. I don't really have anyone to blame on that one. But no, you, all I got is it didn't snow. I wanted it to snow. I was hoping it snowed, but that's all. Just you'll get it's your snow. snow. Oh, you, you bet your ass I will. It's, it's been snowing all week. It just hadn't stuck. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I mm. saw on my radar as I was looking at Sunday uh, football games. It was snowing a lot in Chicago on Sunday. Oh, it's been snowing. It's been snowing since, uh, you know, like mid-November, but it just no, nothing sticks. Well, so well, We would have closed schools for a week if it had done that here. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. <laughs> we got good salt. We got the best All salt, right. by the way. The best salt. He <laughs> <laughs> go out there scraping it up with a, with a broom and I can use this. Can oh, I'm telling it. you, dude. Like, that's like, you, you get All that right. kosher salt on Food Network? No, no, no. Get that Chicago street salt. That's different. I'm cooking eggs, game. honey. Go get some of that salt out. <laughs> yeah. These these mashed potatoes can use a little more salt. I'm gonna go step yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You get that. You get that good stuff. It's green. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> speaking of good stuff, uh, Uncle Tony, yeah. uh, what are you? What are you over Man. there? You're, I see you're getting liquored up or liquored up. Liquored up. <laughs> That's right. So, um, so for all those folks out there that that listen to our podcast to get away from it, you know long day at work let's listen to the just press play podcast and learn a little football and forget about life for a while and i feel i feel you dog so i literally (laughs) rolled in from the office like two minutes before this podcast started so i went and grabbed what any good person should grab when it's that way at any kind of rye whiskey i could find and so oh yes sir so what i've been drinking tonight is (laughs) straight double barrel rye whiskey uh rye finishing sherry casks from my good friends up at the springfield Bruco, and uh picked this up a few weeks ago while i was up there double barrel rye i'm telling you it's 95 proof uh or excuse me not 95 proof 95 um 95 percent. i i yeah 95 proof for you i've been having too that's much 95 percent yeah yeah that's a crime i'm, I'm saying that it's uh quite <laughs> Uh, quite the solid rye whiskey. I put one little, one little, um, uh, orange uh, peel in there and it's perfect. This is, you know, that's what I call an old fashioned is you just put some rye whiskey in an orange peel. That's an old fashioned. Hey, 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 just, just sprinkle, sprinkle a little sugar over the top. And that's the best old fashioned ever. Just like think about sugar while you're putting the orange (laughs) peel in there. That's an old fashioned. That's that's how martinis work. Just think about (laughs) removing. That's the best martini. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> a little double barrel rye there, oh. um, Buzzman. All right, good deal. Now yeah. I'm, I'm jealous. Yeah. I could use I could use it's, a glass of double barrel yeah, rye yeah. right now. As I Actually, kick my feet Buck's been making double barrel rye whiskey in his toilet back in the back there. <laughs> trying to keep trying to keep Bubba from getting to it there before, oh he my t- God. before it lights out. Oh, right. Two hours podcast, is. you got another buck joke. <laughs> I think I'm going to wrap it up. That'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with more. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Yeah, this is going to be a full oh two hours. Oh, no, boys, I got to tell you. I got your Uncle Buck right here. <laughs> you, guys sure, you guys sure are a lot of fun. I needed that today after, after working for 14 hours. Oh, awesome. Long day for me. Long day for me. Awesome. I'm with it. I know. Okay, here's my question for y'all. So, so I went. Well, it's fine. It's fine. As long as Pops is. Okay. Pops, are you Hey, recording? y'all. I have a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have a question here? What, what do yeah, you I, got a, I got a Let's question. Let's talk about it. Whatever. So here's my question. So I went to streaming. You know, I completely cut the cord, right? No yeah, direct yeah. TV, YouTube TV, and several of the streaming services. The one that I did not uh, take is, I believe, what is now called Max. It's HBO to yeah. go. You know, it's Max, right? So I got a deal. It said, it said, please come back um, for two ninety nine a month for six months. So I'm like... $2.99 for six for months. You have a little star beside it. So you go look at it. I thought, I'm going to look at that. And I asked Tammy, she said, I'll do it. You know, for $2.99 a month, let's You'll do it. We probably would use it anyway. And I'm seeing the end season hard knocks is about to come out. I think on Miami Dolphins, and I'm a little interested. I was, I was, I was just it. thinking now would be a good time for Dad to renew his HBO <laughs> Well, here's the thing. for The $2.99 is with ads. Mm. Uh, um, you don't want to do, do it with ads, do, do you? It. Okay. I, so I don't, I'm thinking like you're saying. I think can't can't do it. Can't do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you guys that question too. As the other, um, well, of course, shall I say, more experienced person on the pod. <laughs> uh, At what? Pray tell. Well, just living life All for the earth. For the um, earth. Not, not saying <laughs> I'm old. But this, these ad things is really starting to piss me off. Hell yeah. Because Hulu and uh, always Paramount Plus, depending on what you get. But I think you can buy a premium to get rid of them, right? Yeah. Yes, but now Netflix has introduced it. Yeah, Netflix no, I actually, ads, it's not too long ago, because I wanted to get through Black Mirror and did Netflix with ads, and it was the most miserable experience of my life. I hated it. And here's, it's a, so here's what I found on YouTube TV, and maybe Lippert. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> Lipper, who's portraying Natasha Leone in Orange is the New Black tonight. <laughs> he, um, we said the same thing before we started recording. So. I'm watching Russian Doll right now. It just came out. Um, so, uh, so anyway, though, I've noticed on YouTube TV if you if there's a trick, and I don't, I haven't figured out how it happens yet, but it happens every once in a while. If I record it in my library, I can I can watch a show and fast forward through commercial but if i go to a station and i pause it and i try to run back through the commercials it makes me stops me makes me watch the commercial or if it's on a street like if it's on a paramount plus show and i go to the app i have to sit through the commercials and i haven't figured out why that happens if i can record it in my library and then two days later, watching on YouTube TV without commercials. Why can't I go to Paramount or Peacock 
and watch it without commercials. Have you ever heard of, there was this thing, uh, you know, 2003 called TiVo? That's yeah. what you're, you, you TiVo'd it, is what you did. Yeah, DVR, I know what it is. <laughs> you know, speaking but of... Anyway, shouldn't, but shouldn't it know, shouldn't it know that I, it's past its uh, air date, and I shouldn't have to watch it with commercials. Yeah, but they want you, they, they're going to make more money off the commercials. If you're going on Paramount, you're going to, like, that's kind of the thing. They're, they're making money off of you and the commercials. Um, the YouTube TV, you recorded the commercials. That's the idea. You DVR'd it, so then you can skip it. So it's whether you DV, <clears throat> DVR it or record it or not is the difference, right? If you're watching yeah. it you streaming. Can, not, I've never done it, but YouTube TV will let you, like, set up recording because I know, like, Listen yeah. to other podcasters that were like, well, I wasn't able to get back in time for the football games, but I set my YouTube TV to record all yeah, the games yeah, yeah. so I could. Yeah, I've got it recording Saturday Night Live, you know, so yeah, right. I can watch it. Right.